welcome to the 21st episode of the Yu Yu Haka Show. Drink. You can drink now. <laughs> I'm back so we can drink. Woo! Yay. This is Sarah. This is Hannah. Megan. This is Joe. And I'm Patrick. And last time we started off the new our new season of Dove oh God. <laughs> let me start. Let me start over. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Last time we jumped straight into the next season of the Yu Yu Show, the Chapter Black Saga. So it basically started out um, right after the dog tournament. Team Yurameshi and the friends finally made it back home safe and sound, but with Yusuke feeling very restless, Kuobara not having his spirit energy or awareness, and demon bugs basically swarming the streets and sudden human, human psychics popping out of nowhere, things were far from normal. After getting punked by Genkai and some of the newbie psychics, Genkai revealed to Yusuke and pals that their trouble with the demon world is far from over. It's only begun. Today, we're going to find out what the hell is actually going on as we continue on with episodes 71 through 74. You better get ready. Get ready. And get ready. All right. Episode 71. The Tunnel, a.k.a. The Coming Terror, the Gateway to the Demon World. I wonder which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like we said three t- three titles, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, trick question. The English one is the longer one. That'd be weird. No. No. <laughs> yep. Nope. Anyways. Yeah, definitely. Uh, between the living world and the demon world, the tunnel is being carved that could usher in darkness and chaos. In a bold move, since we begins his search for the person that will finally allow him to complete the tunnel... They haven't even mentioned who Sensui is yet, so it's interesting the synopsis has his name in it. Uh, Who needs introductions? It's just Sensui. Oh, I guess, like, does Elder Tagoro say the name Sensui at some point? He does. Okay. I think he does at the beginning that we'll get into. He's like, brother, I am with Sensui now. I think it's episode 72. And I'm also a head in a jar. No worries. So basically, Amazon is... Spoilers all over the place. I think this one's Funimation's fault, because I think they just the Funimation descriptions. Fuck uh, Funimation, man. Hey, hey man, Funimation's <laughs> good. <laughs> Fuck them. The player sucks. I have to, like... It keeps removing Yu Hakusho from my queue, and I click to play the recent episode, and it just stops playing all the episodes. I only skip forward. I have to go all the way back, search Yu Hakusho, like... That's why you get Hulu... Is it on Hulu? It's yeah. on Hulu. Oh, I have Hulu. Oh, I know you do, Let me clarify. I like Funimation, the voice acting studio. I do not like Funimation, the rest of what they do, including their fucking streaming service. Your yeah. streaming service is like hot garbage. If you can, bootleg you have a show. I, uh, I will not endorse that. Not I'm only joking. It's fine. I'm only joking. I'm just joking. Buy the official releases and use their streaming service because it's probably going to get better. I mean, it has to, right? I mean, Crunchyroll's phone app still kind of sucks, so, like... Yeah. Who watches Crunchyroll on their phone, though? I do. Megan. Megan oh. <laughs> <laughs> while driving, yeah. While, while watch driving. driving. YouTube is on in the background while I drive. It's fine. That's it's like, bit. while I work, I watch Crunchyroll. Yeah. Like, why? Like, I shouldn't be saying that. Anyway. Yeah, I watch the subs driving. No big deal. <laughs> fine. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I drink... Okay, let's go. So the episode drink. starts out with... Genkai mentioning that there is a tunnel between the two worlds, human and demon. 
And Kurama clarifies that they're actually two, they're in two separate dimensions altogether. Just kind of saying that, like, this is actually a major fucking deal because this is trans-dimensional, not just, like, vaguely spatial. So do they, like, go through a black hole and then come out on the other side, or is it, like... Um, if we actually want to get into the discussion of how the fabric of, like, this universe works, we can talk about it later, but I would think that you would have to, so, just, just so we're clear as to why that's a thing, in order to cross... Between dimensions, oftentimes you use a spatial distortion in sci-fi, and black holes cause a fourth-dimensional spatial distortion that also causes like a relativistic time travel effect. But no, I don't. I think it's like a fourth-dimensional hole, but I don't think it causes time travel, so it's not exactly a black hole. Okay, because when they're saying we're saying they're creating, getting the the tunnels getting bigger, I just imagine they gave they gave young older Tagora a shovel and said, "Start digging." <laughs> That'd be so mad. He's using his, like, last piece of string on his body to dig the hole. The hole's almost done. Like a prisoner. <laughs> Here's a spoon. Get, dig it. Dig it. Uh-oh. Dig, dig it. God dig damn it. it. That I'm song was down in a brittle stone. I hate it. Y'all, you know. You got to do dig those holes. Check out the tag. The name's Caveman. Uh. I hate all of you. Anyways, so he is pretty dismissive about, like, this whole situation. And Genkai explains that the tunnel is centered around Mushiori City, which, you know, everyone kind of... Oh, my God. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I just imagined the, the, the plot of Holes, except it's all the villains from this season. <laughs> Fuck off. Instead of finding the tunnel to hell. Yeah, Man, so I'm... the big bad has Julian oh Moore's, like, rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Since I'm, like, slightly older than everyone here, I read Holes only as a book and did not see the movie because oh. the movie came out years later. Well, I did the same thing. Yeah, so because of that, like, I'm completely unfamiliar with the movie of Holes and super familiar with the book. I think it's the same exact plot, though. Like, I read Well, I, I bet it is, but just like you're mentioning all these actors and I'm like what character were they because I don't fucking know but anyways um so yeah the tunnel center around Mushiori City which everyone kind of explains is like basically the next city over in the same metro area and uh you know Sensui's theme starts to play a title a track titled Sensui's theme I don't know why it's called that yet and uh a man appears in a flash of light between beneath like a street light basically the apparition of a man and just kind of like oh the dead are kind of like rising back into the human world and like also like just like random low-level apparitions are starting to show up, including, like, uh, things that look like the Makai insects from the uh, fucking Maze Castle arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those I thought are- it was Maze Castle. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, actually, for a while, I kept, like, in my head, I keep saying Maze. Oh, you just started reading it as, like, Japanese? For some reason, it's like, oh, Maze, Maze, Ma- oh, no, it's Maze. Oh, okay. It's kind of the reverse of when uh, the game Legend of Kage came to the U.S. People were reading as Legend of Cage. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I'm imagining other stuff now, like Cage from Mortal Kombat. Yes, anyways. Good game. So, Ayame, who is, is the black... Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so, Ayame is one of the Shinigami, or favorite girls, and she is, like, in a black kimono. Um, she has a very, like, new goth look to her. That's, like, why she stood out to me, personally. And she <laughs> happens to see a golden ring that's surrounding, like, the entire city. And she's like, oh, no, this isn't supposed to happen. And she just basically flies all the way over to Spirit World to Tokonma, like, what's going on? Yeah. My favorite thing about that character is that she's, like, she does a vision every time she just walks through the walls. It's like, we have doors, you know. <laughs> She doesn't give a shit. 
Uh, one thing about the uh, ring around the whole thing is like there were big hands coming out from it too, which is pretty creepy. You know, yeah. it was funny because I thought they look like you know those those silly the hands that stick to things that you throw like, that get like, dirty. The, <laughs> yeah. the vending machine. I thought of those. I like, like how that's those. the one thing you note about those that they get disgusting and it's true. Yeah, they get absolutely <laughs> so fucking disgusting. But yeah, I just it. thought of those hands the entire time. I was like, oh no, they're getting invaded by sticky hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, she mentions that this is, uh, she mentions to Quenma, like, oh, this is unexpected, Japan's not scheduled for its dark age, which I took to be kind of, like, the Buddhist thing of, like, oh, yeah, there are, like, fate lines that basically, like, will cause, like, cyclic bad luck for, like, entirety of humanity for a while, Mm -hmm. but in the Spanish version, they said, like, this signifies the end of the human world. Oh, dang. Yeah, which is a bit stronger. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very different (laughs) interpretation. Imagine the Dark Ages, you just have a bunch of knights teleport in and start fighting everybody. Dude, I wish that was what the Dark Ages were actually. That'd be badass. It's like, oh, I covered Dark Age history. You mean the teleporting years? Yes. <laughs> it's just like all of a sudden like, a bunch of knights in armor just came in and start like Game of Thrones and everybody. Remember when humans had sick powers? It was awesome. Dude, that'd be insane. Uh, but yeah, Koenma freaking out decides to contact Yusuke to explain what's going on, but finds Genkai's there and that she's independently figured out what the fuck is going on about the tunnel. I wrote abujero because that's like the word they use for the tunnel in Spanish because I was watching this in Spanish. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, so fair enough. part of the reason why Genkai knows is because between the Dark Tournament and now, like the end of the Dark Tournament and now, people have been coming in like to her asking like to help with their powers and these are like people who've never had powers before including the three new guys Kaito, Kido, and I always forget Yana Gasawa. Yeah, Yana. I'm yeah. just calling Yana. He has a really long name. I was like, I was really, I was like, props to that American actor. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying his best. That was that was a real. I yeah, little Yanni. Little Yanni, little Yanni. So, like, um, so they really just had their powers recently, and Koema then explains that their powers are symptoms of the second phase of a portal opening. And we go actually in depth to what the demon world really is, because initially we don't really know. Koema even kind of says, like, oh yeah, this is restricted information I don't really want to talk about with you guys, and they basically say, hey, if you want us to help, you gotta explain what's going on. He's like, oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know demon Ah. information was classified. It's like the government there. Well, so the spirit world basically is like, we can tell you about the demons who are on this side of the world, and like, yeah, keep in mind, they're not as strong as the ones in actual demon worlds will, like, pretend this is the absolute limit for strength, but they're like, yeah, we've actually been filtering out the strongest ones, and so if we want to tell you more, we're going to have to really reveal some shit to you. That sounds like a cop-out just for plot reasons. Well, it is, but they actually reincorporated later as, like, determinative of some of human history. Yeah. I guess so. It's interesting. I have questions on the demon world levels, and, like... Yeah. We can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that after we kind of cover that. They have an elevator to different demon worlds, like, now entering demon world class B. We'll <laughs> talk about that in a bit. The music gets more hectic the We have a tiny doggo here who looked at Megan very excitedly the moment she started making that noise. <laughs> She's like, brother. <laughs> it's time to party. So, the, he talks about the different phases of a portal of demon world opening and what would happen in each phase so the first phase is that a whole bunch of yoki comes in and spirit creatures creatures show up the second phase which is the one there and right now is humans start getting powers when they didn't have powers before 
And the third phase is D-class demons start showing up and they're like super violent and unintelligent. And then finally the fourth stage is like when it's the hole itself is like two kilometers big. It is unclosable and which allows Patrick. I'm sorry, I'm not trying I'm not saying anything. No, I'm sorry. Which you see in V class demons, which we'll explain later, start coming in. And he explains that like these levels of classes for demons basically refer to their power level. So imagine like as a gauge Tagoro, which was the big bad of the last season, would be considered an upper bleak B class. Yeah, and we're but going never with, A. <laughs> uh, well, upper B. And we're going with, like, Japanese-style gradations where S exists over A. Oh, there was another one. Special A? Yeah, no, the, the, no, they a? say Super A, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. S class. Well, yeah. Say, is well, there, no, they is said like, S, and then there's even S-A. No, no, no. Oh. They, I thought it was just Poema. S's, like triple S's. No, he said, he said there's A, and then there's the Super A class, a.k.a. the S class. Oh, yeah. I heard it like when in English it was like we have A, then S, and then we even have Super A or Super S or something like that. Something. Uh, well, so Super S is a thing he talks about later, but that's really that's just like a cop out to say like, hey man, there's a tiny percentage of S class demons who are like millions of times stronger than like the regular S class demons who are already many, many, many thousands of times stronger than Tagoro. They're in the top percentile of demons. Yeah, basically what I'm saying is we go from having like early like Dragon Ball Z level power characters at the end of the tournament arc to having like mid Dragon Ball Z level power characters at the end of the series. Yeah, you know, I was wondering why did the Japanese do that where it's like it's like A B C then S. Um I've been meaning to, I've been meaning to look this up. I don't think it has something to do with the alphabets, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was like some game show or, like, some way of rating, like, meets or something that happened in Japan, like, early on enough that everyone uses the, you know, mm. A, B, C, D, E, F thing, but also S. Mm-hmm. So there's probably, like, something far enough back that did that, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head, and I've been meaning to look it up. Yeah, because mm-hmm. video games do that a lot where, you know... Triple S class. Yeah, triple S, A, like in Devil May Cry, like, I was playing that recently, it's like, you can get a triple S... It's like super six skill or something like that. <laughs> okay, normally it's not an abbreviation. Sometimes it's just three S's. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm just saying... Super like, six skill, y'all. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, that's what it is in Devil May Cry. It's different. It's just SSS and... Either way, buy Devil May Cry 5 on Blu-ray. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, Yusuke on VHS. finding out that Tagoro was only B-plus on this scale that includes A and S is fucking shook. And he has flashbacks to Tagoro just, like, wrecking shit and basically causing a nuclear explosion. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I thought for a second it said Yusuke is fucking shock. Well, like, it's Yusuke is fucking shook. I thought it said shock it for a second, though. Shook and shocker synonyms, pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Koenma then kind of explains the nature of Demon World as a vertical tunnel of infinite floors, uh, which I then, I was just like, what a fucking weird way to explain this because that doesn't really reflect, like, anything they've said or will say later. And I looked it up, and it turns out in uh, certain schools of Hinduism and later schools of Buddhism, like uh, Naraka, which was a type of hell, was reflected as a multi-layered... Well, so, okay, I'm just going to read something from Wikipedia. Naraka in the Vedas, which were like an ancient Hindu text, is a place where souls are sent for the expiation of their sins. It is mentioned especially in Dharma uh, Sastras, uh, Itahasas, and... Puranas, uh, but also in Vedic 
Samhitas and okay anyways and the Upanishads <laughs> uh, he just gave up after there's five other unpronounceable to things. be fair yeah these are long Sanskrit names and if, man look them up the point but, is there's a lot of different hells and different cultures yeah but physically uh, Narakas are thought to be a series of cavernous layers which extend below Jam, uh, Jambuvipa which is a, effectively Midgard in Norse mythology aka the human world into the earth there are several schemes for enumerating these Narakas and describing their torments uh, and like it mentions that there are like hot hot hells and cold hells, oh, hot and cold running hell. Dang. You say you say Both it's called sound Midgard. Terrible. <laughs> no, so Midgard in uh, in Norse mythology is the equivalent of the Hindu uh, Jambu Jambudvipa. And the reason I say the equivalent is because eventually, if you go far enough back, aka five thousand years, North uh, Norse paganism and Hindu paganism are actually one religion. Because there may many think of Final Fantasy VII because that's called Midgard, and I wonder if yeah. that's like a like a subtle reference. Like a no, it is. I oh, gotcha. Do you want an even more like ridiculous thing? You know, Middle Earth in fucking like uh, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. So Middle Earth is actually just modern English for uh, Middle Earth, which is just. Mid, uh, which is Middle English for Old English Midgar, uh, Midgarder, which is Old English for the Old Norse Midgard. So, so essentially, Midgard. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, Final Fantasy takes place on Middle Earth. And... Yep. Which is basically Earth. Do 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 do. do. Anyways, uh, yes, like Koenma then fesses up spirit realm only controls the first half of the first floor and they've been trying to expand for thousands of years and so this is the reason they don't want anyone to know is because they want to seem all powerful but it's really like they control less than half of the world because they have spirit world they have the human world which isn't that big and then they have the infinity of demon world so that they are not in control of so essentially the british empire then well they're the british empire at the tail end of it because the beginning of it they really did control most of the world yeah yeah, so they talk about Class S, which they were like, what is that? It's Super A class, which you kind of touched up on. And then Genkai asked Spirit World if like they've taken precautions and explain how the Kakai barrier functions as a permeable net to prevent A class and S class demons from coming in, but allows B class demons to come in. And it's because they had a Kind of like a fine... They had to stretch it out, basically. Yeah, like a finite amount of power. And yeah. like they're like letting every B-class in the entire world in is preferable to letting a single A-class in because mm-hmm. yeah. of the power differential. Another thing I want to mention is I think I incorrectly stated that at two kilometers, the hole becomes unclosable. It's that at two kilometers, the demon world tunnel cannot naturally collapse. Like, right. it has to be closed manually at that point. Uh, How do you close and, it manually? It also... uh, like, people like... The person who's opening it up have to have powers to also close. I gotcha. So there's two layers of tunnel here. There's like the tunnel that just allows the spatial bridge, but then there's the Kakai barrier, which actually stops people even going through the spatial bridge. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's that net thing that was like, we gotta slice through it. Yeah, basically. So, I gotcha. Two questions, two things, mm-hmm. and one kind of a question. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but like, I thought, so correct me if I'm wrong. So, like, the Kakai, or not the Kakai Barry, the hole, the two kilometers, like at 1.2 or whatever they say. Yeah, it's at 1.3 right now, I think. It's not a physical space yet. It's just kind of like a woo, like spatial matter. That's how they're explaining it. And then, like, at two kilometers, it becomes a physical hole, essentially, where actual demons can pass through. I think actual yeah. demons can pass through currently, but they have to be of significantly small size because they mention that even without the purposeful hole being generated, spontaneous holes happen that allow 
demons as low as like D and C to get through, right. and that's how people like Hiei and Kurama were able to get through. Okay. Is they're physically small in size in no, low in power. Yeah, it's empowered. the power. It's the power. So uh, the part of the world barrier, as described here, is kind of that like your spirit energy size is also oh. like a physical thing. And I think that also kind of plays into in the last episode where they talked about the difference between soul body and actual soul. Your mm-hmm. soul body still has a pseudo-physical aspect to it. Mm, that makes sense. So no big dick energy goes through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the That's most you can get is B plus dick, dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> B plus dick energy gets through. Nothing more. No S class dick energy. So what about if you wear the shades that make you Gucci? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, but like, how did they? Do they ever explain how they got the S and E class demons to to decide? Yeah, sure, we'll go in the, the back level of this. while like the good shits on Earth. Demon segregation. Like, they they vaguely mentioned that there were like demon world, like spirit world wars a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like they, this is one of the few things about the movie that's sort of canon is they show King Yama fighting like some of the higher class demons. Oh, right. Like himself when he was a much stronger young like god. Okay. Yeah. Because like it made it sound like these guys are unstoppable and the only thing ever holding him back as of right now is that barrier because like strength can't get through. But like how did they get behind that barrier in the first place? They probably, They're from there. Yeah, they probably oh. never ventured into the human world and like there's like S class demons that they haven't don't even know exist that I'm sure exist. So it's like they like trick them to go in there. It's like, hey, look at free tacos. <laughs> go for it. Free and human tacos. I'm so <laughs> and they all run. Right. If I lived at home and like someone's like, nope, you're too strong. Here's a net. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> someone just comes to my house, throws a net over me. Sorry, you're too strong. You're too strong. They, they keep you hidden for the world. They kind of elaborate that the the space between human and demon world was a lot more porous in the distant uh, past, which okay. is why like you see records of demons in the ancient past, but not more modern stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like the a brainchild of Inuyasha Yu Hakusho crossover. Yu Hakusho was confused me because I was like, "Isn't that her grandma? So is she who is she sleeping with right now? What is Kagome doing?" She's reincarnated, so it's all good. It's fine. Now she's like made of clay, I guess. Wait, okay, never mind. That was gonna be a Yuhawk, or uh, Inuyasha question. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so Yusuke b- correctly reasons that one A class demon is much worse than all B class demons showing up, and like they basically have the effective power of a kaiju, and then an S class demon showing up, and they have even like a little sequence coming in would basically destroy the world in like an effect of a nuclear bomb, and like. You see, like, this little montage of people running away from, like, a really gross blob creature. And, like, getting kind fucking of... slaughtered. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of looks like violent. Akira. Yeah, yeah, the explosion straight up doesn't look... It looks like a nuclear bomb, but more like the explosion at the beginning of the movie Akira. Yeah. And, like, at the very end of that little montage she's talking about, there's, like, just dead gray bodies, like, piled mm-hmm. up on top yeah, that, of each other. Yeah, that was other. actually like, uh... very unsettling. Yeah. I'm editing that in post. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, uh, yeah. So, Kurobara mentions that he can't see shit on the TV but static, because, uh, remember, he's lost his spirit sense since the tournament. 
But why? Do we ever find out? He says no. a cold. You'll, you might find out. Who knows? Right now, we don't know. He, I mean, he doesn't really know. Yeah, he doesn't no, know. Like, no, he doesn't no know one knows, knows actually. Let's chalk it up to puberty. <laughs> 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 a part of me was like, oh yeah, he just grew in his spirit bowl. I had to, sa- <laughs> I had to sacrifice my, my powers for big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's only in the dick, though. So. <laughs> Uh, Reiki is generated in the pulse. I was about to make that joke. Damn it, Joe. So, again, the song Sensui's Territory starts playing, and a black-clad figure on a black background goes into a, a sick-as-hell neon-lit dark room where the decapitated uh, the decapitated head of Elder Tagoro rests in an aquarium. <laughs> like, in an aquarium? Yeah, he's just hanging out like with a bunch of tropical fish. He's like... They're nibbling on his dead skin cells. Yeah, he's like, sickly revenge me. Put like They turned him crazy. Tagoro basically says, Mr. Sensui, I know you can defeat them. Please do it. Also, also, please feed me. Oh, that's right. Here you go. Here you go, doggy. No, 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 it's like a fish, like fish flakes. Ah, I'm just imagining him sticking his tongue out of me. Ah, yes. I do, Sensui. He just starts referring to everyone as brother, like fucking Hulk Hogan. He's like, thank you, brother. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Sensui's face is revealed for the first time, and he says he doesn't take orders, but it will happen. You know, he, he shares that with elder, he shares that with younger Tuguro, doesn't take orders. Uh, but yeah, since we mentions wanting to destroy all of humankind, and it, like, the part, it goes to break with him just, like, looking at the moon, and just being mad evil, like, mad, uh, anime villain type shit going on. Then Bark at the Moon starts playing for some reason, I don't know if that is not true. <laughs> it's weird. Who knows? Also, your dog is very proper right now, it's, like, very... very Y'all can't broken. see it, but she is a beautiful Pomeranian who has her, uh, four, her forelegs... Crossed. Yeah, four legs. Uh, yeah, four legs crossed uh, as if she is a little princess. Four paws. Very proper and very dainty. Yes. Good posture for a dog. So we return from the break. Um, and Genkai is like, we gotta revive Kaito, and basically. <laughs> can't, you can't leave him hanging. Yeah. Leave him and Kovar is like that nerd, and so they all. Damn, <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yeah. Nerd. And like, he, he looks like a. Dork. A passed out, <laughs> sort of dead dork. And then Genkai does her he thing, going like, ha! And then basically puts his soul back into his body, and then he wakes up, and he's like, um, I guess everything went as planned. <laughs> it's hard to different. Everyone has a, there's a lot of measly voices. <laughs> Wait, Haiki, the nerdy dude, looks like Andrew Cunanan. I don't know who that is. He's the one who killed uh, Versace. In, like, the 80s. I didn't know this. Whoa. Uh, no, you can Google what Andrew Cunanan looks like with glasses, and it's this anime oh. character. Gotcha. Horrible, horrible person. He's also Filipino, so go Hey, on. congrats. Yay. Real glad. <laughs> the, the cool thing I... Well, the interesting I liked about... Not about that. About this... <laughs> the interesting I think I liked about this Filipino assassin... No, is, no, no. It's the, there's... um. She brought up, like, yeah, if we leave the spirit there too long, it will go... It will d- dissipate into heaven or the spirit world. So that's kind of weird. If it stays like longer than a day, I think it was right. Yeah, that's kind of scary, actually. So less than die, four. you have some time. <laughs> you, have you better hurry. <laughs> Gotta re- revive me before I die. It's like reviving. Yeah, revive me. Uh, but yeah, so just him in Resident Evil. Like, uh, God go. damn it. Uh, yeah, so I, I do like that Kaito mentions like yeah, Genkai said it would go this way, but I was really fucking trying, Kurama. I'm gonna kill you someday. Yeah. You and Versace. <laughs> 
So Genkai uses the opportunity to explain spirit bodies, which are, you know, you have your human physical body, you have your spirit body, which is effectively a ghost, and then your soul is apparently another layer deeper than your spirit body, which is an interesting distinction, because, like, I think it's, like, maybe a way of reconciling the idea of Western soul with, like, Japanese, like, with Japanese ghost. Mm. Oh, yeah, he does kind of look like, wow. <laughs> you guys don't know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was an interesting way of uh, doing that. I think that also kind of explains, like, soul energy and, like, using life energy and shit. Big soul and, like, energy? Yeah, big soul energy. We're not going to get too deep into the mechanics because we're going to wait to fucking Hunter Hunter if we want to get way too deep into chi mechanics. Yeah, way <laughs> numeric analysis of fucking chi mechanics. But, yeah, so the three teens finally introduced themselves with, uh, I think we've discussed their name, but I want to highlight that in the Spanish version, the guy who did Yanagisawa said, perhaps the worst pronunciation of anything in the entire show. Wait, they kept his name? They did, but super wrong. <laughs> so, you know, his name is uh, Mitsunari Yanagisawa. In Spanish, they're like, Mitsunari Yanagisawa. And then I was like, excuse me? <laughs> At the end of it, technically. Yanisagawa! Okay, yeah, cool. That's not his name, but we can go with that, I guess. Yanni Water? Yeah, Yanni. Yanni it's me, Yanni Water. Your boy, Yanni Water. If I was another rapper, that'd be my name. I'm Yanni Water! <laughs> Anyways, Koenma uh, mentions that they have three weeks till the fourth stage of the tunnel opening, and Yusuke then has like a cool little. Family Guy style, like, hey, remember that time the tunnel opened? Uh, and then it just, like, shows him in, like, a dark shadow and an orange, like, background and a fucking nuclear explosion of orange happening behind him. And Seth MacFarlane shows up, and I don't know what that was about. Yeah, Mila Kunis was there. It was, it was good. It was good. Like a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> so they say the tunnel is at 1.3 kilometers right now. Was it in radius or diameter? I don't remember. Ooh. I think it's... They had a line going from like one end to the other. Okay, so, so it's diameter. diameter. Yeah. yeah, whatever that one was. Because I was like, "Oh, radius is half of the yeah, diameter." Yeah, it's around. Yeah. Circle. So if y'all are keeping track, uh, if you want to divide one point three divided by two, square it, multiply it by pi, you'll have the area oh, of a cross section. Fuck, I already got that for anyway. <laughs> I actually had to use that for work recently. I have to use this all the time because half my job is geometry. All my job is data entry, so none of that comes up ever. Mine is none of it. Anyways, uh, Kuanmo explains they're going to go to the center of the tunnel to take on whatever psychic is opening this tunnel. I, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, how do they know it's a psychic and not someone just fucking made the machine that sense, uh, that fucking Sakya was going to make? Oh, because they're psychic? Because weren't they sure, like, yeah, we destroyed it. It got destroyed. But maybe like, someone else... One. Yeah, but, like, someone else, like, the U.S. government is opening it here for some reason. Well, well the U.S. government do anything show? Okay, nah, Spoiler. I see that back. <laughs> Why would the U.S. government do something bad? <laughs> Spoilers, this is the beginning to doom. Oh, no. It is kind of, except this isn't on Mars. All suddenly the whole opens your dun 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 and also no no we're talking about the game yeah well I mean the movie's based on the game but yeah Yusuke just gets a helmet and just starts ripping demon apart with his bare hands y'all should play that game if you haven't wait do more the rock yeah it's the rock yeah okay I'm talking about that version specifically the rock comes out he's like let's do it baby and just like rips up demons anyways yeah Yusuke wants to charge in and Genkai basically lecturing for completely ignoring the lesson that she was trying to teach him about caution, which I think is great. Uh, Genkai for best grandma confirmed. Foxy grandma. He asked the important question. Oh no. And he's like, Kuema, what's my class? Oh my god, <laughs> what a brat. 
I swear. And, and He's when, like, your class is B for bitch ass. <laughs> Lower bitch class. <laughs> I think it says mid. Mid bitch class. And then, like, um, Kuama says, it's actually quite amazing. You've come all the way from D class so fast to now B class. And he is, like, butthurt. And he's like, whatever, I'm not going to get involved with this anymore. Yeah, I was like, that's a he thing to do, but also a bitch-ass thing to do. He's like Vegeta. Uh, yeah. yeah, so in the Latin American version, they specifically mention, like, you came up in six months, which then goes into the whole fucking timeline difference between oh. the Latin American, Japanese, and U.S. versions. It's like, wait, so how long? Fuck! <laughs> But yeah, he basically says he wants to return to the demon world in the Japanese and U.S. version. And in the Latin American version, he says, El mundo espiritual, a.k.a. spirit world. Because they still haven't made a good distinction about that in the Latin American version. Because fuck it. They should just name it Ghosty Land. Yeah. Ghost ah, Land. Ghost Land. I know when they talk about him leaving, I think it was a cool bar. I was all like, what the fuck, man? Like, why are you leaving? Be a bitch. And then Yusuke was like, yeah, I'll just come back and save our asses when we need it. It's <laughs> fine. That's Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Or just like, it's uh, like it's the worst yeah. Yeah, I, I was confused. Who said something when they left and someone got hit? I was a bit confused. It's like, oh. so, uh, towards the end of it in the dub, it was, remember it was the house? It was like, yeah, you can sleep with me. And so oh, I was like, oh, okay. Psh. So basically, um, Genkai tells everyone to get sleep, but they can't go back to their houses. They have to sleep at the, the haunted house. The haunted house. I forgot the name. <laughs> Yojigen and, Mansion, aka the House of Four Dimensions. Yes, and then Kobar is like, "Why? But I didn't bring my special pillow." And then he goes to Botan like, "Hey, Botan, can you like cut my hair? Cut my hair?" And then Botan slaps him, and she's oh, okay. like, "Yukina wouldn't appreciate that." Yeah. And Kobar's like, "But I just mean it in like a mom way." <laughs> Yeah, that's really kind of sweet. Like, I think in Japanese and Spanish, they did not say the mom thing. No, it was just like, uh, sleep. yeah, it was him being a lech. Yeah. Wait, so what happened in the Japanese and Latin American? In the Japanese and Latin American version, he's like, Botan, will you sleep in the same bed as me? And she's like, no. And they never go back into it. Oh, oh, it's a cute thing. You should I like slapping. they added that. Yeah. Like, no, I do like. It's creepy, I promise. Like, Kabar's yeah. only 14, okay? Hey, you, you and Botan's a turtle. <laughs> You, you gotta give him props for trying to sleep with the Grim Reaper. Hey, he's probably like 15 now. Oh my god, he's, he's fucking Thanos. No, seriously. Yeah, no, he is! You gotta think... Oh man, I really hope they bring Lady Death into the... I guess spoilers. I hope they bring Lady Death into the next Avengers movie. I don't think they will. That plot point... That was like the most hilarious plot point to Annihilation ever. Okay, so... That was like real... No, sorry. That was the Thanos imperative. I'm sorry, I got that yeah. confused. Uh, no worries. So I meant to say, uh, Koenma actually regrets being so frank with Ye. He's like, maybe I should have used like super B-class or something. Just fucking lied to him. <laughs> mega, mega B. Yeah, you're a super B, killer B. You're an S-class, don't worry about it, goodbye. I'm gonna lie now. Uh, so she was just like, yeah, you're S class. Yep, 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 yep. You got out of here, babe. Bye. In the uh, Latin American version, they refer to Itsuki as Itsuki, and I'm like, I can't tell if that's an overcorrection, trying to be as Japanese as possible without reading katakana or not, or without <laughs> reading hiragana or not. They just love- got too lazy and didn't want to pronounce like the U sound. <laughs> They're like, yeah, Itsuki sounds close enough. <laughs> I love when people talk and the pronunciation gets super hardcore real. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, when you're American and speaking in Japanese, you go da 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 da, and then you go hamburger, and then continue oh. with your Japanese <laughs> instead of like the Japanese pronunciation. It's, it's like hamburger, like, hamburger, hamburger. It's almost like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 
almost like a Google Translate voice coming in to say like that one English word. Yeah. <laughs> the censorship yes. on the TV. What are you eating that gross pineapple? Oh God! Anyway, that, that's the weirdest euphemism I've ever heard. No, no, seriously. In the, in the Scarface stuff, it's like it's, it's like eating that gross pineapple. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, so we meet Itsuki who mentioned, we meet Itsuki who's in a cave somewhere who mentions he's opening a tunnel, but he's unable to do anything about the Kakai Berry and wants to find someone who's able to deal with it. And, uh, you know, he's talking to Sensui and then like Sensui basically walks away and shows a shot of seven shadow clad figures. Ooh. Who could they be? Who are the masked seven people? And I think they label them too at one Yeah, point. it does fucking label them in Hiragana and it's, it's super goofy. I'm pretty sure they're the stand, I mean the, uh, the demons guys they have to fight not 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 stands at all definitely not. I really hope that like as the show progresses and we find out who each character is like they're filled in in color because we know them now. See <laughs> so they go back to that shadow and like a color figure appears over X person. <laughs> well, so uh, we then got to a shot of Pooh waking Keiko up uh, and then flies away and flies by Shizuru's house and Shizuru's in like a Japanese style smoking robe. <laughs> I don't know, like, how would you describe that thing? Because, like, I've seen it, but it's usually older people wearing it. So it was, I mean, I guess she's supposed, be, like she's supposed to be, she's supposed, yeah, she's supposed to be older than the others, but she's, like, 20, 20 at really, most. I feel like because they kind of meet, like, she's drawn in this very similar style as everyone else. The only exception why she stands out from the rest of the girls is because her eyes are a little bit smaller and they have the downward slant. So I think to emphasize the fact that she's, like, the old one, lack of a better word, they give her, like, a lot of mature, like, traits. She likes to wear pants. Yeah, she gets to wear, like, pants and suits. She wears, like, I guess, old people clothing. She smokes. <laughs> it's, like, a lot of, like, like older coded imagery, I guess. Mm-hmm. She kind of reminds me of King from King of Fighters. I was going to say that, but, yeah, definitely. Uh, King is, like, a Muay Thai fighter who's, like, non- binary gender in King of Fighters. She's, like, one of my favorite characters in that game. She rules. She's also, like, hyper-broken in some of the games. Like, way too strong. Um, But, yeah, Shizuru basically sees with her spirit sense a spirit storm blowing over in the direction of the city. Like, aka, when they go back to normal vision, it's not Mm -hmm. there. And the episode ends with, uh, you know, Sensui... I guess we can call him Sensui now because, like, Tagoro said his name. Sensui's face opening up in front of uh, Itsuki on a boat with the eyes in front of the five figures uh, in shadow. Is he, is he is he like is he like posing like this the entire time? Y'all can't see it, but he's doing a pose. Like anyway, the, no like shit. The thinker? No, no, like a like Dio and no, jo- it's a JoJo thing. And D- and JoJo, it's like there's a like there's the enemy stance, and he's like posed like this with his back turned with this a star on his back. So oh. there's a lot of parts of this season of Yu Show that are analogous to the third season of JoJo, oh. and one of them is like the crew of like users surrounding the villain in that almost exact shot. Yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm getting a vibe that's going to be a villain of the week thing coming up. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But yeah, what do you guys think of the episode? I thought it was, I th- actually thought it was really entertaining. It really gave a good understanding of how all the mechanics work. Mm-hmm. Like where it makes sense. It's basically someone showing up and saying, new rules, love, new rules. Yeah, it was an, it was like an explainer episode for sure, but it was done in a good way. It was yeah. done in like. I like the fact that how they broke up Demon World because initially I was just thought you know like literally two different worlds and they like space time you just like jump over so I think that was pretty cool yeah 
Yeah, I liked it too. I thought it was... It's just interesting. I like the whole idea with like the psychics and how the demon world affects like how, I guess, humans get psychic powers. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, actually, I just realized what it made me remind me of is any of you guys ever watched Deep Space Nine, Star Trek? I've never no, watched that. I've seen a couple episodes. Well, one of the big plots is that they need to protect this wormhole that goes from the Alpha Quad... The Alpha Quadrant to, I think it was the Gamma, I forgot what, I think it's Delta Quadrant. Mm-hmm. And that whole, having that wormhole and they're allowed, there's like these giant, this giant, the founders that are coming to destroy Earth and all these, um, I forgot what the name of the, the evil alliances, but essentially it reminds me about that, like they have to protect the, the area from being destroyed and let down so that they can come through the wormhole. So mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of that a bit. Mm, interesting. Like, I I actually think there's, like, uh, have, you've played Mass Effect, right? Yeah. 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 Like, the Charon's Relay thing kind of reminds me of that, too. Yeah, that reminds me of that. And there's another thing about that, specifically in the Spanish dub, that we'll talk about that really reminds me of that. that like, you. it's one of the few times with the Spanish dub, I'm like, man, you did this really well. How many different colored endings does you, you hot show get, though? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, it depends. Did you punch that reporter in the face when she tried interviewing about the human <laughs> world? Yeah, I did that. Would Yusuke be more of a renegade or a paragon? <laughs> Definitely a renegade. He's more of a renegade, yeah. <laughs> well, kind of off topic, when I played, I remember this one time I played Mass Effect, and there's this one part where, do you remember the one where we had to defuse the bomb and save everybody in the DLC? Bring no, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't play the DLC. But there was this one part where it was like, I thought he was bluffing about the bomb. <laughs> and, then, and then I, I said to, I said, yeah, there's no bomb, like, oh, there's no bomb. And then he's like, I'm willing to sacrifice these people to stop you. Okay. Blows them up and kills everybody in the room. Oh, uh, let me load that again. That's amazing. Yo, wait. In Mass Effect 2, who would Yusuke date? Because, like, I'm worried that it would be Miranda. There's only one true option, because it, it is Tali. No, so I chose Tali. I don't think he would choose Tali. No. He'd like, be like, you guys are weird. So, no, no, no. Okay, I think Yusuke wants a girl who's conservative but not that conservative. Like, because Keiko's conservative but not that conservative. But Miranda is not right. But Jack is definitely not right. Because she, she's, like, in G Gundam, she's, like, the fucking Allen B to, like, Keiko's reign. This is the worst metaphor. Let's get back to the show. I thought Mass Effect was a gunner game type, like, the shooter. It is a shooter, but it also has dating sim and RPG stuff. To be it. honest... I kind of want to just play that version. Yeah, you should It's just, great. No, you, you can you can do it without, like, uh, without the shooter part. You can basically turn the shooter part off yeah. in the PC version. Yeah, cool. like, you could just whatever. play it on super, super easy mode, and you don't even have to aim that correctly. Yeah. You're just aiming in the but general direction. But is the story still just as hard? Or, like, yeah, the story is the same path, yeah. 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 Okay. And, the, like, you can... If you don't want to use just guns, you can also use force powers because it's basically like yeah. hey what if we took Star Trek and Star Wars and put them into one you universe you be like a space wizard or witch and you basically <laughs> use your powers to be like oh, I'm gonna use my space magic to like blow you all the way to the other side of the room you can also do like hyper practical things like you can lift one person and then just take out your gun and shoot them all <laughs> yeah. in the air also, it's so <laughs> good yeah <laughs> it's like headshots all day forever <laughs> but, but to be honest with Going back to the discussion, I think he would go with Tali because Tali is more wrapped up in traditionalists and tradition in a way, where versus the rest of the three, where they want to break out and do their yeah. own thing. I mean, yeah, I'm because Tali would be the know. only option that would think, make sense. Yeah, I I'm, think the only one who would. Cool would could, go for Tali. I think Kubar so, would go with Tali or yeah. Liara. I don't know. Kubar might go for what's her name, the blue lady. What's her name? Liara. Liara, yeah, yeah. Liara. I think that's probably. I can see that. Naive, blue-colored girls. Yo, wait, wait. Kubara would either go for Tali or Garrus. Who wouldn't go for Garrus? Who wouldn't go for Garrus? I'd go for Garrus. I'd I'd fuck Garrus. 
his, <laughs> with his lizard big dick energy. <laughs> anyway, episode 72, The Reader, <laughs> aka Envoys of the Demon Realm, Seven Enemies. Welcome to the Mass Effect Haka Show. <laughs> In this episode, the spirit detective's best chance to uncover the truth behind the tunnel lies with the mind reader Muroda. But mere hours after entering Mushuri City, uh, Yusuke and the team find themselves being hunted by an unseen evil. Dang, that's really dramatic. They, they also make it sound like Moroda is someone they like went out of their way to find. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the episode starts off with people walking around Mushiori, Yori, and like, Unbun- they're completely unaware that they're surrounded by these demon insects. Like, basically, covered in them. Basically, my nightmare. They're, like, eating an ice cream with a bug on it. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. It's a spirit bug, so just pass I just, right through them? I just flinched seeing a dead fly on my table last night at happy hour. So. That is gross. <laughs> yeah, so I... Especially when it gets in your drink. Oh, gosh. Oh, at least it wasn't that. Extra protein. <laughs> I was about to say that. Fuck. I was like, more flavor. You guys are basically the same person. How do you feel about that? That's not true. Anyway. Fusion. <laughs> Ho! Oh, Sorry, that was like Michael Jackson to a fusion. Now I was gonna say now now we're gonna turn into the fat version of our fusion. <laughs> anyway, this will be bad. The sky is like completely red and black, and Krama's rocking a Goku orange jacket, very fashionable. Goku orange should be an official name of like the swatch color. It will be the 2020 co- Pantone color of the year. Oh my I god, will, yeah, Goku orange. I'll, I'm gonna petition it. Yes, can I get the uh, the lipstick? Do you like the Goku orange? Or the freeze of purple. Or do, you, or do you like the Naruto orange? I'm not sure which one. You know what? I'm not sure. What about the, uh, hmm. Let's can I get... The color on our skin tone. I'm yeah. <laughs> can I get a Rasengan contacts? <laughs> <laughs> How about the cell green? <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway. So, they're all basically looking around the city trying to find literally anyone who may be tied into this whole mess. And um, Kubara makes a note that there's no psychic at the center of whatever distortion that's going on. It's just an empty field. Yeah, it's just like an empty field. So, Bakrama notes that it's always a circle. Mm. Like the distortion will always be a circle. My favorite thing is the entire gang is walking around looking for these people like they're a posse. It's like um, like the warrior. The yeah, it's kind of the warriors, yeah. It's like you, you see your glass bottles. Yeah. So, Kaito points out... Like, he doesn't say this as, like, an actually, but it kind of comes off that way, that it's a sphere and not a circle, and that, therefore, they're probably below them. He basically says, if they're not on the surface, they're probably underground. And that's when Genki is like, nerd! And then just slaps him. (laughs) A uh, hooded figure with yellow eyes sets off Kurama's spider sense, a.k.a. spirit (laughs) sense. (laughs) Kurama sense. It sure feels like spider sense at this moment. Does he tingle, like, the little, like, squiggly lines? Yeah, Yeah, basically. Well, it's like a bunch of eyes in different colors, a.k.a. they just, like, split it into red, blue, green, and just, like, overlay on top of each other onto him. He has major willies, uh... God damn it. Big willies. Big willies. Big yeah. willies style. Big willies. Free willies. <laughs> While the half of the gang is basically looking through like random fields, the other half, Genkai, Yusuke Kido, and Yanagisawa, are walking around the city. Lil Yanni. <laughs> Lil Yanni. Yanagisawa. Yanni water. Yana water. Gets hit by um, like sensing the territory, 
And, and so they're trying to figure out where exactly it is and they happen to run in, walk into a solo bar um, that has an electronic door. And I thought it was interesting because it's like either they look older through their age or Japan doesn't really care about who walks into a bar. I feel it's a Megan question. Y'all, I tried to buy liquor at a store and it's 20. The age of consent uh-huh. there, or age of consent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's 13, Megan. I yeah, it, it's 16 actually. Uh, but found fun facts about I think it's 16. I, I know that it's now nationally 16, but that previously there were prefectures where it was as low as 13. Yeah, I think uh, 13's the minimum you can go. It's no yeah, longer that anymore. That. Thank God. Um, but, so the drinking age, or the age of adulthood, is 20 there. Uh-huh. So not 18, but 20, so you actually have to wait a little bit. Um, Sweet, so if I was 20, I can go to Japan, and I don't have to wait a year to drink. Right. Have, feel, have fun going back in time. But here's the thing. <laughs> when I went to Japan, I did look a little younger. Uh-huh. I looked probably like I was like 18 or something. But... Um, uh, I, I tried to buy beer, and, like, all it was was on the screen. It said, like, are you 20? Height? Eat it. And, like, that was it. Like, wow. you just had to click it in order to buy whatever. So, I, <laughs> I don't, like, they never ID? carded me in Japan. Do they have they a hell yeah button on there? <laughs> hell yeah, I'm 18. <laughs> I think they did once, and we were in a huge group, and then, like, uh. an izakaya did it. But, like, I don't think those bars would really... Care too much. Care too much. I, I feel it's one of those things where, like, Japan just does it to conform to Western nations, like, effectively. Yeah. But they're like, but we don't really care. If you're hey, could, the age of consent is 16. But we don't really care. If you're in your high school uniform, that's an absolute no-no. Like, if you're wearing your school colors or whatever, no. That makes but sense. they're in their casual clothes, like... It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, yeah. and no one's gonna say much. I mean, and also they were in there for, like, three yeah. seconds. So, so, so what... Sorry, one thing I want to—I was curious about—is in Japan and like the animes, they have the outside bars where it's like this little stand, and they sit down with alcohol. Is that actually a thing in Japan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah, you can publicly drink in Japan legally. Like you can do that in most like industrialized countries that aren't the U.S. Dude. Yeah, that's pretty. No, I mean just like that stand because I always wanted to go to one of those things. I see them in anime. There's whole like neighborhoods of those, dude. Describe. Wait, describe it again. It's like a hole in the wall like bar. Like you, you ever watched? Uh, you ever watched? Um, uh, Agresuko? Agresco? Oh, yeah, that's a very, remember, very realistic... Like, remember the one where it's, like, her and the dog outside, and they're, like, sitting down drinking? Oh, yeah. You know the ones where it's just a curtain? Yeah, yeah. And, like, the stools, yeah. that's what he's referring to. I'm, a, I'm going to Golden Guy pretty soon, I was so. going to say, yeah, me and Kathy, mm-hmm. me and my girlfriend are planning on going to, like, Golden Guy as well. Yeah. Um, which are basically just all bars just like that. But, like, the drinking and, like, the cultural aspects of, like, office life, from my friends, because I never actually worked in office in Japan, Agoretsuko, very... Oh, yeah, that's... Insane, but like Agoretsuko is a very, uh, a relatively accurate portrayal of like how, like life and social aspects work. Man, within culture, yeah. Working protein Japan sucks. Yes, it protein. does. It's a protein. You just one dude in a yoga place go protein. protein. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> realism. Realism. They're all animals. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Everyone in Japan is a furry. You didn't know about this, <laughs> yeah. but let me tell you. I mean, you. haven't you watched, um, what was that, rac- the raccoon one by Ghibli? What's the name of that one? Oh, I haven't seen uh, that one. Not Tom Popo. Uh, it was Popo. Popo. It was something. Tan- those Tanukis. The Tanukis. Remember? Tanuki, yeah. You know which one I'm talking about, though. The one with, like, the Tanukis, and they, like, turn to humans, and they fight the humans. It's like Polo, Polo something. No, no you're thinking Porto Rosso, which Polo is the Rosso. one about World War One. But anyways, yeah, that, it reminds me of that movie, and that's probably what Japan's like, that everyone's Tanukis. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> A psychic, like an old psychic, two young psychics, 
and a serial detective walk into a bar and they see a man. Wow. <laughs> it's a really good setup for a joke. In a, in a pink turtleneck sitting in a booth by himself. Not suspicious at all. And they're like, hmm, Pump something's going on. Sorry. Fuck. And they have the sense that the man in the turtleneck must be the psychic because um, the man himself actually reveals, like, yeah, I know you're looking for me. <laughs> I'm the psychic. <laughs> so, not exactly like that. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. say it like, I wish you did. not like that at all. you want to talk to me, just ask. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically the bar people are being like, hey, we don't want any trouble. Like, very... Almost like a parody of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the fan of says, yeah, I know you don't have insurance. That's only the US version. I wish it was in all the versions. Like, they're like, yeah, don't worry. I know you don't have insurance. <laughs> the guy tries calling the police at one point. He's like, no, don't do it. He's like, all right. I uh, guess I'm not calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, right. you're a paying customer. I don't mean to. But yeah, Yusuke mentions they're looking for people digging a tunnel. You know, he's trying to speak sort of in code. <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. Yeah, looking like, for a tunnel digger. <laughs> and everyone's like, is he asking for sex? I can't I can't tell. Oh, what's going on here? I need you to dig a big tunnel. Hmm. Uh, the guy the pink hair the pink turtleneck guy mentions he knows because he knows that they were thinking about it. And like Kaito steps uh, in Kido. Kido. Um, oh yeah, sorry, that's uh, my fault. Kido steps in to fight the guy in order to figure out his power, and he's like He's bluffing. And then <laughs> as he's like about to punch him, the pink turtleneck guy dodges. And so that way his shadow won't get stepped on. And like um, he jumps out of the way and Kido's like, oh, he knows. And then the pink hair guy's pink shirt guy. You can just call him Morota because yeah, I'm Morota. So yeah. Morota basically just beats the shit out of um, Kido. He puts on a fucking combo showcase. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like... Who does he have to impress here? He's <laughs> like, check out my sick moves, well, guys. He's to be a boxer, y'all. So yeah. But even so, he's going way overboard. <laughs> like, he's landing, like, you know, like a fucking fighting game style combo right now. Like, you needed a couple bars of super move to do this. I To that point, I actually wrote the phrase, never jump in. In, like, in fighting games, like, you are almost never supposed to jump in to try starting, to try initiating. It depends, it depends on how greedy and defensive the other player is. And also, like, what style they play. But in this case, don't fucking jump in. <laughs> what games do you not jump in to fight? Like, no, no, usually you try to, like, uh, you either try to, like, dash in, roll in, or, like, try to, like, combo in rather Sometimes you can get really punished, in. though. Yeah, like, oftentimes jumping in, if you're playing against someone who has, like, fucking a Shoryuken, you're gonna get your ass handed. Yeah, so yeah, if you play any shows, you're fucked. Like, jump in. Jump yeah, just, like, going into the yeah, fight. Like, what are you gonna do with Don't do an actual jump. Like, maybe, like, dash in. Uh, so but, that's why I lose games. It, it just depends. Like if you if you if you do it when it's not readable, then that's fine. But if you keep doing it and you can get red, you're just gonna keep getting sure you can every time you jump. Jumping has more panache. It's it does. Just, it's also the one button I press. Yeah, it's just like, Sometimes I don't even punch in the right direction. So just make sure if you try to be bold, you gotta you gotta do the um. Was it the evil moment thirty seven? We blocks. That? Oh, that's the Daigo, Daigo, Daigo parry. Yeah, yeah, Daigo parry. You need Daigo parry that shit. If you don't know what that is, just look up Evo Daigo. Anyways. <laughs> that That is like my favorite moment of all time. So, yeah, the dude's being up on him. Uh, Kido basically validates, yeah, my mind was being read. Uh, we can tell because he knew exactly to dodge the shadow. Moroda mentions like, yeah, man, I want to be a world champion boxer. And with my ability to read people's thoughts, guess what? <laughs> 
And uh, so Yusuke steps in and you know mentions, "Hey, my friend Yana, my friend Yanni Water, uh, can copy your can copy your mind, and we can validate that you're not a bad dude. Come on, what's up with this?" And uh, in the U.S. version, he describes uh, Yana Gesawa as the guy with the seriously weird hair. <laughs> to be fair, that's accurate. That yeah. is very true. So funny story: the U.S. voice of Moroda is U.S. Goku. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you okay. hear it now? Yeah, and I do. His voice for Terry Shabo. Isn't it Sunny Sunny Straight? I don't know. The, Sunny Straight sounds like a porn name. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> well, I think the uh, name. Yeah, I'm Sunny, yeah, Sunny, Sunny Straight. No, I think Sunny Straight. I is, make gay porn. Sun, ironically, <laughs> wait. So U.S. Goku as in uh, as in the Goku, the famous Goku, or is it? Uh, it's the famous Goku. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, who cares? He's a douche. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, interesting story. There is an incredibly similar fight in season three of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So I watched the first episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the one on Netflix. I guess the newer one. Oh, uh, I fell asleep. Wait, 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 wait. Was it? Did it take place in Britain? Did it take place in Britain? Yeah, I was a blonde. Yeah, you can totally fuck Britain. Oh, is that like a shitty character? It's it's a it's a pretty shit. We we can talk more about this later, but like it's the origin of stuff, but it doesn't. It has very little bearing after a certain point. Mm, It also it's basically like, hey man, I really like Fist of the North Star and Dracula and kung fu movies. What if I could combine my three passions into one? You 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 forgot Fist of the North Star. I said Fist of the North Star. Oh, I guess I just didn't care to pay attention. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, just like season one. Um, but no, you can totally skip to the second part, which is I think episode 13 on Netflix. I think it might be 11. I don't know. I thought it was 13, but well, it could be whatever. Wrong. We can figure that Either out. Either way, later. watch JoJo season 3, Netflix, Tower Records, Hulu. What? Tower Records? Tower like Records, the 90s what? With the, the 90s record store, which is kind of sad because. <laughs> yeah, just buy a copy at Tower Records. The, actually, there's Tower Records in Japan. Still interesting. That's true. But um, anyways, so Moroda's like, nah, I'd rather just fight because I don't want anyone copying me. He kind of thinks, like, this is a trick. This is, like, really Mm -hmm. sketchy. So, like, understandably, like, Moroda's being a dick to this point. But if I was, like, put in the situation where the guy's like, let my friend copy your mind, I would also be like, you know what? Maybe let's fight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let my friend copy you. Yeah, can can I I choose to beat you up instead? Yeah, so Yanagaswa basically says again, Kai, like, wait, 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 didn't you literally just tell Yusuke not to go off the handle and do stupid shit like this? But, like, he, she points out, like, no, nah, when it comes to fighting, he's actually a genius. It's just, like, you know, like, puzzle shit that's a bad idea for him to rush into. <laughs> so before we go into the next part of, like, what happens here, I wanted to say the preview of the last episode basically has Yusuke saying... Guess who I'm gonna punch next? <laughs> oh, in, in English, yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't watch the preview. Or like the, the show the, on show. the next time. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. So in the U.S. version, Genkai describes him as a fighting genius, which sounds as an interesting phrasing. That's all I'm gonna say. But uh, in the so in they kind of like Yusuke thinks a different thing that Moroda reads in the different versions. So in the Latin American version, he says he's going to hit him with his with a like right straight or his right fist. And the mind read says the exact same thing. While in the U.S. and Japanese version, he says, "I'm gonna punch and then stop short." Uh, and so the like, Japanese version says, "Right straight, right straight." Oh, okay, yeah. No, sorry, mm-hmm. I put the Japanese one with the wrong one. So the Latin American and the Japanese one are the same. The U.S. version one says, "I'm gonna throw right straight, but stop short." Yeah. Uh, and then so Yusuke like comes out flying incredibly fast. Like the guy basically can't even react to it because he doesn't realize that Yusuke is beyond a human. And, like, you know, he has, like, spirit powers and shit. So Yusuke then stops his fist right in front of the dude's face. The guy looks at it for a second, and then a shockwave causes his nose to spontaneously bleed and hit him back into a fucking wall. 
Genkai then pulls a fucking Toguro and mentions that Yusuke was only using 30% of his power. TogoroGlasses.exe. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because I'm thinking, like, if he was punched hard enough that his entire body flew back that hard, I think his neck would have snapped. Yeah. His entire body would have broken. But then again, they go back into, like, oh, but the psychics have better powers now yeah. or to be, whatever. To be fair, injuries have no bearing. I mean, there's a, character later, there's a character later on that something happens in this, in like this art, this episode group we watched and the solution to fix him up was like oh that's dumb yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, that should make sense now that the dude's out Yanni, Yanni Water copies him uh, and everyone's like the, the people who run the shop are like what the fuck yeah because it's like he actually visibly turns into Moroda and <laughs> these are just like the bar owner and the one worker he has are just like normal people yeah. and, like, all of the patients were like nope we're going we're yeah I find it very interesting that they just did it in front of civilians slash normies instead of like they just don't care. I think in a later episode in this section that we watched, they kind of demonstrate that they don't give a shit about the fate of any individual human, <laughs> just humankind. Like there's a part later where Yusuke talks about just knocking out an entire hospital worth of civilians. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you remember that, right? Yes! He fucking no, yes, said yes, that, yeah. Like, well, that's a lot of people, but fuck, if I gotta do it, I can't do it. Yeah, so, like, I mean, I guess, like, this kind of goes with the Genkai and Yusuke being, like, sort of, like, chaotic neutral people, like, which is interesting, but, yeah, we'll get back to that later. So, yeah, the the owner of the, like, the, the person helping the owner is just like, hey, can I take the rest of the day off? I think I'm losing my mind, and he's saying something to the effect of, like, it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare, it's a nightmare, I'm gonna wake up, I'm gonna wake up. He's like, can I join you? Yeah. So uh, Kurama then contacts Koenma and mentions finding an empty field, uh, and Koenma also guesses that like they must be underground. Rather, I like how no one guesses above ground, probably because they're like, "Yeah, cloaking is not a thing," even though we've seen cloaking earlier in the series. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a bright sunny day. It's yeah. Like... <laughs> so I guess I can see why they would think underground rather than above ground. But it is interesting that no one even entertains the possibility of them being above ground. No one. It'd be it'd be funny if it'd be like maybe it's underground. This is giant death carrier with like these guys on top of it draining stuff well, it's like oh we probably should have looked up there first how would like how would you even like try to test that theory like just keep jumping off buildings and be like ah well until you landed on something just start there. shooting like, stuff in the air so there's gonna be a part of that's in probably the next couple episodes where I'm gonna have to question Ayame's understanding of geometry <laughs> and calculus but we'll get to there later <laughs> But yeah, Ko- Koenma summons Ayame to ask her to analyze the data more precisely, and I'm going to tell you that her analysis is what makes me question her understanding of geometry. <laughs> so, Brake comes back, and uh, Moroda explains his territory. Oh yeah, now like everyone's surrounding him, basically like, yeah, you better do what we fucking say. Yeah, so basically, they're all sitting in the middle of a, of a Mushure city, and they're like, okay... Find the, find the bad guys. <laughs> like, how do they convince them? I don't know. He, he describes that his territory is about 30 feet in... I think he says radius rather than the diameter because they, they're they not consistent about any of this shit. And uh, basically he says that he's able to hear people's thoughts as if they were speaking and the harder they're thinking about the thing, the louder they are. So he hears people like wanting to kill, but not like too seriously... A girl finding a guy repulsive, and then that same guy being like, Oh, she looked at me! She must think I'm... At least in English, I don't know if that's the same. Yeah, no, in Spanish and Japanese, they do slightly different things. But then, in the Japanese and Latin American version, he like basically says his fucking JoJo-style stand name. He's like, the name of my power is Tapingu, a.k.a. Wire Tapu. (laughs) 
Like, if you didn't get one, here's another one. Yeah. My stand telephono. <laughs> My stand tapingu. Uh, but yeah, no, it's very, very fucking JoJo, and later also very Hunter. It's it's, it's, it's tapping. It's it, like it's changed to like like listen listen loud. Oh god! Damn it. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to not put like the cue card like uh. They, like, they put the name up. Oh, yeah. did they put like tapping? Yeah, like, tapping. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny in JoJo? Like they did something like that with Notorious B.I.G. What did they, they change his name to? Notorious Chase. Oh, and they literally yeah. changed the text on the wall to Notorious Chase. Yeah, there also was a character who can, like, shrink people, and his name is Biggie Smalls that they had to fucking change to. Wow. <laughs> In English? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Genkai tells him to find people, but not to show it on his face. And uh, at some point, you know, he, like, acts shocked and gets up really fast, and everyone's like, oh, no. And he has a nosebleed and mentions that, like, what he actually found was that some high school girl is, in different versions, either going to make out with her teacher or fuck her teacher Dang. or oh. different things, depending oh. on what version you were watching. Imagine how thirsty she must have been for him to hear that that loudly and blow up nose-wise. <laughs> so I think in the... I think in the English version, it was like, she's, is it she's going to make out with her teacher? While in the Spanish mm-hmm. version, it was, she wants to fuck her teacher. Uh, so it was less like that it was agreed upon, so the teacher is not like down yeah. with this. Well, like, it sounded like, in the English one, was like, she's going to, like, it's a planned event. Yeah, while in the yeah. Spanish one, it's like, she wants to fuck her teacher. The same okay. thing in the Japanese one. The mind reader though gets way too excited for this girl to be making it with some other dude who. Well, he's obviously a voyeur. He's like, yeah, I want to like sit in that corner. I want to sit in the corner and listen to thoughts too. Yeah, this is how I get off. Professional boxing and and being everyone's favorite thought police. T H O T. Plastic chair the and then Yusuke just gets pissed, like, God damn it, get him and Genkai beat and the shit out of him. <laughs> so, and no, and then Yusuke, like, basically threatens him, and Rose, like, Wait, reading your mind, you actually want to kill me? And he's like, You think? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, you need to read my mind and know that. Yeah, so he apologizes and goes back to searching, and then Sensui's theme starts playing. Wait, scroll back up. Uh, oh, <coughs> uh, wait, oh, I think some of it came in out of order, but yeah. So, Yusuke then turns to Moroto because Moroto hasn't said anything for a while to find him in a fucking cold sweat. And, uh, basically Moroto says, I'm hearing an incredibly loud but quiet voice. And so you hear Sensui's voice just, like, at first whispering something, but eventually crescendoing into fucking screaming something. Mm-hmm. In the Latin American version, he says they'll all die, like, they're going to die, they're going to die, they're going to die. Well, in the U.S. version, it's, I'll kill them all, women and kids, sickly old men, I won't stop till every square foot of dirt is a grave. Oof. Dang, that guy really has some issues. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like this description that Moroda says, because this feels like something straight out of H.P. Lovecraft. He says, the voice is too loud, it's quiet too, savage and dark. You know, it makes me wonder, imagine, like, you're just walking around casually, dun dun dun, I want to murder everybody, kill everybody, snap their necks, want to murder everything on Earth. And it's like, you're just thinking about that, okay, I want to get some grocery eggs, also I want to murder everybody on Earth and kill them all. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Like, is that, why would you just be walking around thinking that? I mean, isn't that, like, bedroom, like, bed thoughts? was like, man, I hate what, Why? Just why? casual shower thoughts. Just shower thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Just girly things. I think he intended to do that, right? Like, they kind of go into, like... I don't think since we knew that Moroda had that power, I think he was legitimately just thinking that because that's what he thinks about. <laughs> I don't know. It seems kind of weird. People. He is like he is that sniper on standby. Though. No, 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 no. He was he was intending to be seen by them. I don't think he knew there was a mind reader. I gotcha. Yeah, 
like, I think the mind reader thing was just an extra benefit, because I think he was planning on just, like, standing in front of them and being, hey guys, it's me, and then, like, him <laughs> getting me. shot. It's Sensi! Sensi! Let's go! I think what happens with the sniper is because Marota actually mentions out loud, like, yeah, the tall guy dressed in all black with the slick back hair. Sensi's like, that's my cue. <laughs> and then suddenly Rhoda gets his his forehead ex- explodes. Explodes. Basically. It's like it seems like it's like it, the directions come from the same direction that Sensui is at, so everyone's just like, Holy shit, this guy got shot. It's very coded like he was just shot through the head and yeah. is dead. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. And Sensui's like, This is my introduction. <laughs> Very dramatic, and that's what we'll call my introduction, Yusuke Yurameshi. Yeah, and the Spanish one was, this is my introduction, and the Japanese one is, that's my way of saying hello, Yurameshi. I also don't understand why he doesn't just kill everybody at that moment. I think, so, you know how Tagoro wanted to teach Yusuke something? Right. We can get into this as we get further in, and I might not be remembering entirely, but I think since we wanted to basically put humanity on a trial and that Yusuke is seen as the defense attorney. Mm. So he wants to give them every opportunity to win and then still crush them. Come on, yeah. Dia, you're a meshy. You can do it. Ace attorney. Ace attorney. It's like you see that, dun, dun, judge your meshy. Yeah. No, he literally, like later, he literally describes the whole thing as the trial of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, like more of a trial versus just like an extermination. Yeah, Sensui's yeah. basically putting on a play for spirit world to see that everything they've done in setting up the human world is a failure, mm. while Toguro just wanted to make Yusuke, like, a better person, while simultaneously killing a stadium full of demons. Anyways. <laughs> You'll be better with this genocide, it's yeah. fine. So, they lose track of Sensui as they take care of Muroda, and luckily enough, he survives once they're in the, um, the ambulance and everything, and, like, they're like, man, where someone got shot in the head. You're sure alive. Yeah, you're really lucky. Yeah, Genkai actually was like pulls out the projectile, which happens to be a pencil eraser, which is like, dang. Has this ever happened in another show? Because I distinctly remember this happening. I'm pretty sure this happened in JoJo oh, with okay, I, Nope. I know. <laughs> um, it is Daredevil season three. Oh, oh yeah, something like this happened in JoJo, like the thing that you're mentioning. But it, like that's something that should have killed that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, this doesn't remember Daredevil with a, what's the name Bullseye, right? Yeah, Bullseye. Dude, they cancel that I, show. So. I love. Wait, them. what is Bullseye's power? <laughs> Throwing shit. <laughs> no, he shit at people. Wait, 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 wait! Like a pencil eraser? He could do it with a pencil. He could do it with anything. He did it with a stapler. He found it with a big metal bowl that didn't. Oh wow! Y'all are gonna get some major fucking Bullseye vibes later in the yeah. season then. But no, it's, I think it's really funny because literally the entire thing is like throwing shit. Random otters hit him in the face. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Patrick, all I'm going to say is you're really going to like Bullseye in this season. Anyways. Yeah. I think it was... Sniper has very similar powers. Sniper stand names view to a kill. <laughs> My favorite part about the Daredevil sorry, uh, Bullseye thing is that he throws shit that wasn't going to really hurt. He's kind of like, oh, yeah. what the fuck? You hit me, but like, why? It just pisses him off. Like soft, like a pillow would hit him and be like, okay. <laughs> so we go back to Shizuru and Keiko, who are still following Pooh, try, try to figure out where Yusuke and Kubar are. And Shizuru mentions, like, oh, this, uh, all these bugs are, like, crazy. And Keiko is confused because she doesn't see anything at all, um, which makes Shizuru realize that this is probably something not natural because 
if normal people like Keiko can't see it, it definitely has to be something related to the spirit world. Mm-hmm. So they find Pooh following an ambulance, and they begin to chase it. And, like, um, you kind of see Sansui, like, he's, like, now standing on a skyscraper. And he is stereotypical anime villain at this exact moment. Yeah, and then he's joined by our Yu Hakusho's version of Bullseye. Um, sniper. It, sniper. Or um, standing view to a kill. Yeah, kind of looks like Yusuke, but not, in my opinion. Not only that, but he's straight up, hey man, what if we took Yusuke and combined his outfit with fucking Kaneda from Akira? Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> and gave him the power of bullseye. Yeah. I was thinking I was thinking more of Michael Jackson. Mm. Y'all should jacket. see the movie Us. Anyways. Yes. Actually, it's, that movie, it's not know, as good as Get Out. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't a big fan of it as much as Get Out. So, I I think Get Out is a better movie. I think Us is sticking with me more and providing more interesting questions. Yeah. I guess like, bigger Get Out, plot holes, though. Yeah, way, way bigger plot holes. I, I think it becomes entirely metaphorical at the end because yeah, there's no yeah. way that could not be metaphorical because it's physically impossible. Yeah, no, no, I think he was just, it was just like all metaphor. And I guess mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, but it's kind of like, uh, I would have liked it, at, least some, at least some epilogue closure where they just kill everybody or something. I don't know, I kind of liked it, like... They accomplished their mission, but some people survived. I really just wanted I really just wanted everyone to get to Mexico and Mexico being like, wait, what happened to the US? <laughs> Anyways. Y'all Americans are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all guys gotta stop. <laughs> you guys fuck this. Anyways, Sensui mentions he's pleasantly surprised that Yusuke kept his cool because again, Sensui's not trying to teach Yusuke any lessons. He's trying to teach Spirit World a lesson. He's basically like using Yusuke's resistance says, let me show you how much humans suck, guys. Mm-hmm. He turns on the suck. The <laughs> good suck. Uh, Sensui is pretty sure that someone in Yusuke's crew will be able to break the Kakai barrier. And uh, then says to the other guys with him, I think, are Sniper and Seaman with him right now, or just Sniper? Um, Seaman's with him. What's his name? <laughs> Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> yes. No, it's really unfortunate. We'll talk about it more when we get to the names of all the psychics. His, his stand name's Sticky Fingers. Oh, God <laughs> damn. Does he have, like, Spider-Man, like, powers? We'll talk like, about it in a bit. <laughs> I fucking hate He shoots hate webs, alright? <laughs> no, he shoots ropes. Uh, so he says, let's, let's dig a hole. Each one of us, seven graves, will be a decent start. Uh... So they mentioned that they basically did this to Moroda in order to force the others to visit the doctor. Uh, and since we mentioned the tunnel is nearing completion, the Kakai barrier is the major obstacle. Uh, and then in Spanish, he says something to the effect of like, hey, let's dig a grave for all of us. Uh, seven of us will dig a tunnel. Dang. So it's not as good as the English I, version I, at I, all. I'm super confused. So are the graves for the psychics? Yes. Oh, are they? I don't know. We'll find actually, out more as we get into the season. I, mean, yes. I thought that was what they were saying, but I was like, why would you bury your own people? Well, no, they all they all want to die. Well, it's actually, no, they're no. millennials. Actually, no, I know, I know why they dug the holes. It's because it's for it's for uh, punishment's sake to find. But in reality, they're trying to find a treasure that's buried underneath, so they have to dig a bunch of holes. No, no, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Up, stop. Up, I, I fucking hate you. <laughs> okay, so. They now say the names of the psychics, uh, which uh, they explicitly call it as, like, quote-unquote, nombre clave in Espanol, which is a word I hadn't heard before. I knew clave meant uh, it was an old form of nail or keys, 
Keys in Spanish nowadays are llaves, but it comes from the same word. The reason this is interesting is because that means that code name is key name mm. in Spanish. Oh, interesting. So uh, the names of them are in in English, Black Angel, or Dark Angel is in English, right? And then Black Angel in Japanese. And then in Spanish, it's one that just sounds like a cool name, Angel de la Noche, Ooh. which is basically just Angelo of the Night. That, that, that's, my Luch- that's my Luchador name. Yeah. Uh, and then so fucking... Uh, there's another one, Gatekeeper, who's called that in both English and Japanese. And then in Spanish, it's Cancerbero, which is one way of saying gatekeeper or goalkeeper. But the mm. interesting thing about it that I found out on research is that not only does it mean that, it is also derived from the word Cerberus, a.k.a. Mm. the guardian of hell. That's so it's especially, cool. the, like, it's especially good here. This is one of the few times where I'm like, damn, Spanish dub, thank you for, like, enriching my life. That's cool. The, what the crazy, so do you call, like, a soccer goalkeeper a cancerbero? Cancerbero, yeah. That's a dope name, like, I'm a Gatekeeper I'm of hell, Spider-Man. <laughs> um, I've just been Spider-Man in, like, a, a, a jersey, and it's, like, kicking balls and... <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, so then it's Sniper, who's that in English and Japanese. And then in Latin American, he's Tirador, which just means fire-er. Like, guy who shoots gun. Fire, fireman. Shoot, shoot guy. That's, that's that reminds me of the, the one guy in, um, was it in Metal Gear, Shoot Man or something? I don't know. But then, <laughs> then there's the guy who's the same in all the versions, which is Gourmet. Does, uh, does he cook really good food and the gang really enjoys it? You'll find out. Does he eat people? Which is Who knows? Maybe he eats people. <laughs> uh, then there's another guy named Game Master, or in the Spanish version, Amo de Juego, because I don't think Game Master is a thing in Spanish, so it just means love of games. I and read th- that of... Juego is Hugo, like juice? <laughs> love of juice. <laughs> juice man. Oh, OJ's here. Uh, and then, then in the English dub, his name's Captain N for some reason. No, that's, god damn that's it. Up with. Fuck off. Um, that's, a, that's a really old reference. But yeah, so then uh, there's another character who has the most unfortunate name, Seaman. Uh, He's that in the Japanese version, and for some reason the English version, they didn't fucking change it. What He's still he? just Seaman. Like well, they could just make him, like, you know, like Aquaman. Well, oh, Ocean Man. Ocean Man. Oceanos. Seaman is not good. Sailor. I mean, they call like, Sailor Scout. Water Boy. Water Boy. Adam Sandler is the Water Boy. Uh, but then in the Spanish version, they made him Marino, which just oh, means sailor. Ma- Marine man. Yeah. And then there's the w- there's one other character who's the same in all the languages, which is just doctor or doctor. Do they call him doctor or do they call him, like, the word for doctor in Japanese? I can't they just call him doctor. Yeah, they just they just use the English in all the Japanese ones. That kind of sounds cooler, though. Yeah. Doctor. Uh, they no, figure no. out that they, like, they figure out these are code names because who the fuck would have these other legal names? <laughs> Excuse me, uh, My paging Dr. Doctor? <laughs> well, to, to be fair, Angel of the Night could possibly be, be someone's legal name, but why would it be? Why wouldn't it? It's, it's, it's like, Johnny here, a uh, seaman, seaman here, and starts laughing. There is a like, girl oh, no. named, her name is spelled... Should I say how her name is spelled or what her name Just is? Just whatever you want. Her name is Absidy. It's spelled A B C D E. Oh, oh. it was on the news. Me, it was, me. but yeah. That's a pretty sick name. Me when I'm playing a game and I want to get past the character entry screen. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Yusuke mentions, uh, like, so basically, Genkai is like, yeah, I'm really uh, glad that you didn't Oh, go she plays arcade, at least she can have her name ABC, and 
She'll actually have a legit uh, oh, fuck name you. for it. But, uh, so Yusuke is like, yeah, I didn't go after, uh, no, Genkai's like, oh, I'm really proud of you for not just going after that dude, like, and you actually, like, keeping her cool. He's like, I was actually pretty fucking terrified of the guy. <laughs> uh, like, basically saying that he, she, he found Sensui incredibly scary and mm-hmm. said, in the US version, if is all about the fastball, he's all about the curveball. Mm-hmm. While in the Japanese version, it says if uh, is all about the fastball, he's all about the knuckleball. And this reflects a difference in how baseball is played in the two countries, where the curveball is incredibly common in US pitching, while the knuckleball is incredibly common in Japanese pitching. What is a knuckleball? So a knuckleball is, uh, you can't see my hand, but it's basically perched such that uh, the three first fingers, aka the thumb, the index finger, and the middle finger, hold the ball uh, like I'd say like a raptor claw and oh. then you twist your hand as you're going through it such that the ball shoots downwards and it goes at the absolute bottom part of the strike zone okay so oh, it's more like sense. a lower pitch yeah it's a, a low pitch really is like a curveball changes curves. direction yeah okay I was, I was thinking about I was thinking about you know people that throw baseballs as a attack I was thinking what is that but that's Jolene that does that I completely forgot <laughs> Jojo reference y'all need a drink uh, so Genkai then explains that the shot that hit Moroda actually came from over Sensui's shoulder rather than from Sensui himself. In the uh, Latin American, U.S., and Japanese, they mentioned that the bullet was coated in demon energy. I was like, at first I thought, like, oh, this is just an issue from the U.S. version. I'm like, why the fuck would this be coated in demon energy? Because yeah. the person who fired it is not a demon. And then I looked at all three versions. It's like they literally say Yoki or demon energy in huh. all the versions. So maybe, apparently this dude can generate demon energy. Maybe he was teamed up with semen to code it in something. I fucking <laughs> hate you. Uh, they mentioned the shot came from 500 meters away because apparently he has amazing range too. Yes, yeah, C-Man. Uh, so in the US version, Kido says, that's five football fields. This is the most Damn. American Trianola. <laughs> exactly. Let me contextualize this using... <laughs> using sports ball. Also because meters aren't really a thing. Did yeah. they say meters in American? In, no, I think in they a, said yards, American, which is yards. effectively meters yeah. for any of our non-American listeners. Wait, yards is and yard meters. And meter? They're almost exactly the same. I thought By a yard was three meters. No, a yard is three feet, which makes it one meter because a meter is a hundred is a hundred centimeters and a foot is approximately thirty-one like centimeters. Keto was living for me, so I can understand what the fuck 500 meters was, really. <laughs> yeah. So, Moroda is freaking out in the hospital as they fall into the view of the doctor and the episode ends. Like, it's it feels very H.P. Lovecraft. Just like this dude losing his mind after being attacked by something he didn't understand. Me. Yeah. So, what did you guys think? I thought it was, I thought it was really good, but... I. I hate to keep making JoJo references, but goddamn, was that entire episode where they walk through the bar so JoJo-esque and they fight the villain, and they're like, oh, it's You're not wrong. Thing. That is, like... Is that this... how most fights start? They'll be like, much, you want to fight? No, seriously, it's... no, they'll walk into somewhere, and there's this guy with evil powers that like looks intimidating. Well, no, someone will be like, I have to use the bathroom, and then, like, a psychic hand will come out of the toilet as he's about to piss, and it's like, we're fighting now. <laughs> I'm glad that kind of happened to that show, because right now I'm at the arc where, like, a bully is a thing, and, like... <laughs> and then a vampire shows yeah, up? Yeah, like, like I a bully to the story. Would you like something? No, and then... Literally no reason. Then a Tibetan guy shows up? Yeah, yeah. welcome to JoJo Season 1. <laughs> what is that? Can I skip it? I'm gonna skip it. Yeah. Just, just skip just, it. Watch maybe the last two episodes of Season 1. Mm-hmm. And then watch Season 2 and be like, oh, this is so much better. Yeah, Season 2 is where it, like, actually changes. Okay, nice. Um, I w- what, there was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah, so when I watched this the first time, I legitimately thought Moroda was dead when he got shot. And, like, oh. that was actually really cool, and I kind of wish they had went with it. Because, like, that was mm-hmm. that would just show the threat is real, y'all. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking, too. He's they kind of need him, too. I think, though. 
Well, they need him to identify who's yeah. the bad guy. I'm such a hard ass on him. Like, I know he was kind of like a jerk. You're a slave now, Marota. <laughs> yeah, they're like, basically, it's like, it's like, when you think about it, like, everyone is a civilian in compared to Yusuke and um, everyone who has these psychic powers or who's worked with Genkai. So when they're like, Get your shit together. Keep a straight face. Don't look at him. Don't make expressions. Quit, quit fucking up, Marota. Like he basically Why becomes shot in the head. He becomes basically the really weird like uh, initiate for like yeah, a fucking yeah. frat. He's like, hey, don't look at this face pledge. Like, imagine if like Marota's probably like twenty something. Yeah, like, <laughs> he totally is. He's, like, he's being like bullied by like someone and, and, and a grandmother, fifteen year old, and a grandma. They're not even in high school, motherfuckers. Yeah. They're in eighth grade. Ninth grade, which isn't even high school. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Imagine you going to a bar to get something to drink. All of these fucking high school, these these middle, middle school schoolers, a like grandma, and some weird weird ass kid with hair like beats the shit out of you, yeah. and you're forced to like read minds and shit. It's like, where did I go wrong in my life? I've never felt so bad for Marota as I do right now. Just, See, I felt I felt I don't know. I just kept on feeling for him. Like, wow, they're really riding his ass. I never noticed. I was like, yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> That's amazing. But yeah, so uh, now on to the next episode. 73, The Doctor's Disease, a.k.a. The Stalking Demonic Hand of the Doctor. the episode episode 73 the doctor's disease aren't you a little pretty girl yona thanks for barking while we were gonna record i want Uh, one million dollars the doctor's disease aka the stalking demonic hand of the doctor hey guys it's uh march 30th so i want you all to thank your uh doctors you know your pediatricians your general practitioners etc that's your gynecologist your gynecologist yeah all of this it turns out that today is actually International Doctors' Day, at least according to one of my friends who might have been lying. We're not sure. We haven't checked, and you know what? We're not going to fact check this. But actual fact check. It's also uh, uh, not Potan. Genkai's voice actress's birthday. Megumi Hayashibara. Hayashibara. Ooh, so, happy happy B Day. I know we talked about her extensively, but uh, if you didn't know about her, look her up. She has a really long and very well done career. Yeah. Do you want to know a hyper specific trivia about uh, hyper personal trivia about Megumi Hayashibara? Sure. Uh, I think that on MySpace, the last profile song I ever had on MySpace was a song she sang. Oh, that's cool. Do you know what song it was? Let me check if it was her, but I think it's Forever Dreamer. Mm. I gotcha. Yeah. I know the last one I had was uh, Hips Don't Lie. Nice. Oh, That's mine is from 303. Oh, so. these were all by Megumi Hayashibara. So <laughs> yeah, she does hips don't lie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so... Did you ever, a... see, you ever see Danzig hips don't lie? No. Oh my god, I need to show you that later. We can check it out later. But yeah, so in this episode, Yusuke's mind reader, Moroda, is shot while attempting to weed out the psychic responsible for the tunnel between worlds. When the gang takes Moroda to the hospital, the new, new dangers appear... That feels like half this synopsis was about last episode. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Actually, I got a new good stand name for the guy that reads minds. Hips don't lie. <laughs> That's pretty good. But he has I to look at people. Lie. He has to look at people's <laughs> hips in order to figure out what they're thinking. <laughs> he, and he's, he, and he's just, just a weird pervert. He's like, damn. <laughs> I think it's in line with his character. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it would be. 
It's going to feel your hips to know what your thoughts are. Oh, God. Are. <laughs> he has to get upskirts in order to figure out what people are thinking. It's like, this is unfortunate. It's a window into the brain. <laughs> yeah, that's how, the, that's how the human body works. He's also fluent in Spanish for some reason, but... Yeah, but... Anyways. Uh, Genkai, like, talking shows the psychics with their names subtitled in, uh... I, I think I wrote Katakana, and at first I was like, oh, maybe it's Hiragana. Then I'm like, no, it's Katakana because it's fucking English words. And also the way the letters are shaped, but I doubted myself for a brief period. But yeah, it's like, you know, Doctor, Sniper, like shit like that. Oh, that would have been, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Moroto mentions they want the death of all human beings. Um, and then they suddenly feel a territory extend across the hospital. I'm not going to lie, I was watching this, and my roommate was like around, like maybe taking notes or something, and he's like, holy shit, because it was like super epilepsy-inducing. He doesn't have epilepsy, but he's like, holy crap, you should have warned me, because that is maybe the strongest epilepsy-inducing, seizure-inducing shit I've ever seen in an anime. Funny thing, my roommate said the exact same thing. He's like, oh wow, I guess, good thing I don't have seizures. Yeah. <laughs> he said the exact same thing when I was watching, I was like, damn. This is up there with like Electric Soldier Porygon, aka the episode of Pokemon that like sent kids to the hospital, and not only that, ha- forced animators to change the ep- uh, changed animators to change the frame rate at which they did uh, like strobe effects in anime. You know, they actually had on the Wii Shop had to modify some of those wrong, uh, some of the emulation for that same thing for seizure protection. Makes sense. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the um, you watch Team Four Star, right? Uh, yeah, but I'm not, I don't have, like, an encyclopedic knowledge of it or anything. You should have, no. But there's, like, there's, like, uh, there's, like, we use the seizure procedure. I was, like, what are you talking, it's, like, with the, uh, the Ginyu Force. Oh. Yeah, it's not Nice. But. (laughs) So, Moroda's freaking out. He's acting like a H.P. Lovecraft protagonist and is, like, seeing, like, acts like he fucking saw Shoggoth or, like, Cthulhu in person and has lost his fucking mind. You're really on an H.P. Lovecraft, like kick right now dude have you have you read much lovecraft or, or no, no i own i told you i own that like thing but i'm probably never gonna end up reading okay it, right? so a lot of this particular season especially once they start talking about that videotape is incredibly like stuff that happens in uh hp lovecraft okay. do, do they put in the, t- the tape and then they get a phone call it's like seven so, okay, so funny story. I was actually trying to figure out if this might have inspired The Ring because this predates The Ring, but it turns out it only predates The Ring movies. The Ring, the novel, the original novel, the whole thing is based on, like, the manga is based on everything, mm-hmm. is from 1991. So this was actually oh. probably inspired by The Ring. Well, no, if you think about it, this was written before before The Ring. In ni- wasn't it written in the 80s? No, this was written in the early 90s and at least a year after, like, The Ring, the novel came out. Like and the, the Ring, the novel itself? No, the novel. There was a novel before the manga. Okay, okay, okay. So then, okay, that's what I thought you meant. It's like, well, the TV show came out. I mean, the manga probably came out afterwards, but you're right. Yeah. So basically, like, I'm and like the the original novel of the Ring was very big amongst people who actually read, and like you know most manga authors read like novels as well. And I mean, not they're not all like fucking professors or anything, but they they do. They're literate in pop cultural stuff. And so The Ring as a novel was out and big by this point, so I'm expecting the influence was in that direction as opposed to the other. Also, hot take, do you think JoJo inspired The Ring? No joke, because it's like it seems like that thing where it's like a weird stand and causes some weird thing to happen. No, I don't think so. I, I think, think I'm just being, being weird. I can look into this, but I'm pretty sure the original idea of The Ring was like the virality of like ideas and like anxieties about like the female ability to procreate and like the ability like it's so if you so read the manga rather than tape. watch the rather than watch the movies yeah. there's like statements about like being scared of women kind of i got you it's so interesting that's actually really interesting for the 90s too so, so yeah. essentially it's not basically spooky videotape kill then no it is spooky videotape kill but it's it's kind of like 
in the original version, it's like, hey, uh, Sadako's mom, like, probably had sex with something that is effectively Cthulhu, like a sea god from beyond the stars. And, like, this all comes back to Cthulhu. So it's like wolf children then, right? No. <laughs> that dude is, like, at least human half the time. So Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, this sea god is never human. <laughs> it's that uh, one fisherman's name. The Fisherman's Wife? Yeah, okay, yeah, I guess, like, yeah, The Ring is the sequel to The Fisherman's Wife. We figured it out, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was imagining her, like, going in the oceans, like, spraining her legs. I'm editing that out. Uh, <laughs> so they make a defensive pro- uh, perimeter around uh, around Moroto because he's kind of defenseless because he's losing his mind. And uh, this all is to stop, you know, they're all expecting a direct attack, but then Yanagesawa and Moroto suddenly get stung by, like, Weird mosquitoes. They're like mosquitoes with fucking. They're like mosquitoes that are yellow with syringes as their beaks. Yeah, it's not even just like stingers or like mosquito needles. They little have the little um, tube thing. It's legit, like transparent syringes. Like this is like an enemy stand of sorts. And they kill them and they evaporate. And then those two are like, oh fuck, and they fall over with incredibly strong fears. I'd like to mention that I don't think this was a strategic thing on the doctor's part. But he did happen to knock out the people who would be most helpful in this scenario of trying to figure out who the doctor was. I think that was a screenwriter thing. I think it was yeah, a screenwriter yeah. thing rather than a strategic thing on the doctor's part. Because the doctor doesn't know their powers, actually. Yeah. He got lucky. Basically. So, uh, Genkai mentions that the insects are not like the ones outside. And uh, Moroda then mentions he can hear the thought, like, oh, shit, we now have a virus, basically. Uh, and, yeah... Effectively, a nurse like comes over and is like, "Hey, uh, you guys okay? You seem to be doing some weird shit. No, yeah. we're good. We're just uh, just stomach aches." Then they start yelling at her like they can see he, she can see the demons. Like, get away! The bugs are all over oh, yeah. you. And she's like, "The fuck!" Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's like, like, "Man, these homeless people though." Yeah. No, but seriously though, it's just a typical day in the ER. She's like, oh shit, these guys are schizophrenic. I should have put these in the other line. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but I think Yusuke describes, like, says, hey, candy striper, while in the Japanese one says, pretty lady. <laughs> hey, pretty lady. I don't know which is worse. Pretty lady seems a pretty little lady's weird. Not that. Okay, but like if you're like a nurse and you get called a candy server, aka a volunteer, I'd be super offended. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that is true. Wait. You have been pretty work. lady. What did they? She, he actually say like, is that or just like whatever the translation? Was. He Maybe he said bishojo. I don't yeah. fucking know. Oh, he, yeah. he said pretty lady. Nurse. No. <laughs> so um, they realize that they have to search every single doctor in the hospital. And um, Kai in the U.S. versions like be gentle. I hate crippling. It's supposed civilians. to be civilians, yeah. And then the um, yeah, and then kids. No, it's supposed to be keto. Keto's like, are you serious? And then like he thinks like, oh my god, these people are so terrifying. And like Yusuke isn't he like, well. Yeah, Yusuke's like, yeah, I guess I can knock out literally every single person in this hospital. No, but in the Japanese version, that's what Genkai said is like, we need to stop. No, it was like Yusuke was like, we need to knock out every villain in the hospital and, and Genkai was like you know what that's probably the best way to go about doing that yeah yeah no it, it's various ways of Keto being like wait what the f- who did I sign up with am I a terrorist now am that's, I the bad the guy yeah are we the baddies I think yeah. the term's freedom fighter Joe <laughs> so they split up into different floors Keto's on the first floor Yusuke's on the second and Genkai just ends up looking for a nurse who's trying to find which doctors work there, and then we go back to Keto, and he asks the nurse, like, if she recognizes all the doctors. He grabs her by the shoulders. I'm gonna put that out there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the hell, Keto? So, I, I guess it's like, 
I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to talk to women in particular yet. So kind of like the girl's like, uh, I want to call security. Like blah blah blah. And I, I wrote the U.S. voice totally sounds like a hentai voice actress. Not good voice <laughs> acting, basically. Because no, I thought that, and then I was watching it with someone else, and like, yo, this sounds like a hentai voice actress. And I'm like, I thought the same fucking thing. <laughs> and it sounded really, really bad, and just like, yeah, Doctor Kamiya, how would you fuck me? <laughs> it's, it's like I'm not feeling well can you please play doctor yeah never mind I was thinking of something else yeah basically then we have Dr. Kamiya comes in guy with glasses brunette looks pretty serious and he says like I'm gonna call the police and Kido Kido says fuck the police yeah <laughs> like, coming straight, straight from the underground Kido just holds a very like Almost teenager thing, like you guys just don't understand. <laughs> I think, I think his whole reaction, teenager. like like grabbing the woman by the shoulders. At first, I was like, "Yeah, man, what a fucking weird thing to do." That I'm like, he's 15 and just been told that everyone in this yeah. like hospital is about to he's, die. And he's he's doing something a 15 year old would do when panicking. To be yeah, fair, that's something I would do when I'm panicking, just grabbing somebody because like, oh shit, everyone's gonna die. You gotta stop it. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a kid looking for some help. Yeah, uh, basically, he mentions the injection and the virus and everything, and um, Kamiya gets him to let go. Of the, of the of nurse. Of the nurse. He's like, let's figure my nurse this get, out. Yeah. My notes get fucking weird here. Uh, yeah. so, Kamiya gets him to let go of Keto. Fuck off. Yeah, and then here's the thing. The nurse is like, thank you, doctor. It's weird. Like, I thought it was your day off today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like, why are you here in the hospital? And then in the... Um, yeah, a U.S. version is like he's in the wrong shift. And yeah, like you work at night, dog. Yeah, he's like oh, like, shouldn't you be sleeping? And then he murders her. Well, first he fucking paralyzes Keto <laughs> yeah. in the coolest fucking impromptu surgery of all time. Like boo 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 boo. He pulls like a nothing personal kid, but entirely personal, and gives him a fist of the North Star. No, he gives him a fist of the North Star surgery. This dude's the most gifted surgeon of all time. Didn't he say like I severed your spinal cord? Yes. It depends which version. I think in the U.S. he says that in Japanese in Latin American he says I paralyzed your muscles yeah. but he doesn't explain by cutting your nerves but like you can't repair that like, yeah that's I know this is fatal <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's 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 you Hakshola so Ginkai all, all she has to do is be like uh and everything's fully healed that is well, true no, okay to be fair Genkai literally spent 50 years developing healing techniques like, that was the entire point of the spirit wave. Like, when she mentioned, like, people think it's for attack, it's actually to regenerate thing and, like, retrieve people's souls. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like a, a, a Jorno a all heal all ability. That's a JoJo reference. Oh, God, uh, Jesus Christ, drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Kamiya tells uh, Kido, th- this is after he's, you know, paralyzed Kido and killed the nurse. Kamiya tells Kido about his powers and that he cuts Kido's wrist. So, basically, Kamiya, in addition to being able to, like, just, like, he's a doctor, so he knows where all the nerves are and shit, he can make razor-thin cuts with his hands. He tells about other powers later, but he slashes uh, Kido's wrist to make it seem like he was just some slasher who killed this nurse and then killed himself. Mm-hmm. And then, but before he can actually kind of pull off the ruse, another nurse enters, and while he's kind of, like, repositioning everyone, and he's just, just like... To make oh. it look like a murder. Yeah. So, he, in his mind, he says, oh, the diagnosis has changed. <laughs> That's what he literally Only says in the in U.S. version. Yeah. In, the, in the Japanese in the one, he's version. like, ah, I guess I gotta change what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is way less cheesy. He's got a mad case of bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Bad case of slash. Oh, I really hope they all have puns in the U.S. version based off what they are. I don't think they do. Oh, God. You don't want me to jizz on you. Excuse me? (laughs) 
I'm gonna I'm gonna blow my load all over you. I'm gonna beat you off. What? <laughs> I mean up. Up. <laughs> so he is a is, is he turns like, oh, to the come? other nurse and he's like, What are you guys? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I was like, where's the pun in that man? Like, <laughs> no, C Man does actually later ask to join people and effectively says, Can I come? <laughs> <laughs> Can I come? Anyways, continue. Uh, anyways, so now the change of plans, uh, Kamiya actually kind of just steals what Kido's actual worries were, and he tells the nurse, like, hey, there's a big doctor running around killing people. Go call the police. And can we, can we talk about how he's effectively playing, like, you know, mafia or werewolf? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, you know what? I'm thinking that dude is the fucking mafia. What's up with that? Yeah, but he just like, why would I help you if I was mafia? Yeah. Duh. Duh. Can, so basically a whole bunch of doctors come running in. And Yusuke, and they're and they're basically just trying to figure out what's going on. And Yusuke's just like, "Wait, I know Kyo's trying to tell me that the one of the people here is like the bad guy, but I don't know who." Wait. Don't they leave Keto? They're like, he he can't move. He's just in shock. But we took the lady to the hospital. So they leave. No, I think they're like, she's fucking dead. No, she's yeah, dead. Okay. She's dead, though. She's, she's dead. like bisected. She's like dead. Deader than a door. No, they, I thought in American, they're like, she's alive, I promise. They blew up the robot. They the say that, robot. um... In the English, that Keto's still alive, barely. He's just not responding. Yeah. Uh, and okay. like, um... Like, he just, in, like, his nerves or something like that. So they don't know exactly, so they call for, like, a specialized doctor. Yeah, I think at first they say, like, so you knew this boy? And Yusuke says, what do you mean, knew? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he got a mad case of the dead. The dead. But no, it totally becomes a Detective Conan episode at this point. So, yeah, Yusuke is, you know, about to, like, run off to try and find the assassin when Kido decides to extend his territory and he's conveniently on top of Yusuke's shadow and effectively saying, like, don't fucking go. (laughs) And, like, after some moments of, like, Yusuke trying to figure out, like, what the fuck are you doing, Kido? He's like, oh, fuck, you're saying he's in this room. Yeah, so the doctors try to move Kido and he's completely, like, still stuck to the ground and stuff. And basically, Kido is able to extend the shadow... Um, and uses his shadow t- with his own blood to write out Kamiya's yes. name in like hiragana, and it takes some time. So it's like Yusuke's like ki ka mi ya, and then <laughs> there's more pauses like Kamiya. Seems <laughs> like, like the worst game was to raise uh, ka. Um, sounds like me. Um, Three words. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kumia! Yeah. Jackal, it's a jackal. And, and then, then Kido passes out. And, and then, like, all the doctors turn to, to, to Kamiya, and then he just, like, fucking murders all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the pose he does is straight up a Hisoka fucking slash yeah. pose. <laughs> you, you, you miss me doing fucking, like, some goth ravers move just now. Like the airline pointers? Like, yeah. the, your exits are this way. He's, your direct, he's, directing, way. he's directing their bodies to the afterlife. That but both. Yes. Uh, so yeah <laughs> so ba- basically uh, I think Kamiya recognizes that uh, oh yeah in the US version someone refers to him as the, how he refers to himself as like I had to pretend to be the friendly Dr. Kamaya oh, and I'm yeah. just like what are you doing <laughs> I'm Kamaya yeah it's, it turns into the gog it's very weird 
Uh, so then he, I think he's like, mention, he says Yusuke's name and then Yusuke's like, oh, so I'm a household name? Uh, at which point, uh, Kamiya says, at least in the house I live in, Black Angel told me you've come to wake us from our dreams. That was the weirdest, yeah. <laughs> or in the Spanish version, you know, I was told, por la angel de la noche. I was told by the angel of the night. Is his powers future telling? You'll find out. Wait, oh yeah, you haven't seen. I still haven't seen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he has some sick powers. We'll, we'll just say that. Uh, like sick isn't cool, or sick isn't like. Gross. They're pretty fucking cool. The doctor cool. has sick powers. Yeah. <laughs> so Ayame mentions. Oh yeah. So talking to Quenma, Ayame, Ayame probably materializes out of a wall or some shit, like she usually does, and mentions new properties about the tunnel, making it clear it's much further along than they think. You know because. Uh, geometry lesson, if the center is submerged into the ground and you're able to detect a certain radius, that would mean that's a cross-section that's not at the apex length of it. NERD! (laughs) (laughs) So you get the idea. It's actually much larger than they think because only the tip of the iceberg is showing effectively. Sorry about that. So it's a cone. No, it's not a cone. (laughs) No, it's just the circle cross-section is at the wrong point. Because if you take a circle cross-section at the Uh... midpoint, it's the widest. Well, up there, so what they thought was the midpoint actually turns out to be smaller than the midpoint. Don't so it is. Me. So it's going this way, right? Like, that's the, the, the yeah. So it. So, so the cool. the arc. No, it's not a cone. What that is doesn't. That mean, a cone? That's no. Not a cone shape. No, 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 no. So it's still rounded. It's still oh, rounded. Wow. It's still a circle. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the center the, is somewhere. So like Welcome to geometry zone. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. So if we take a ball, right? And yeah. Then, like, so so I'm gonna illustrate with these two coasters. Hey, any of you guys ever played Geometry Wars? Oh, okay, but like this dog's head, right? So like... uh, (laughs) So if I put this dog's head underwater... Say. (laughs) Yikes. So like, if we take our head, like, it's just like this little part of her head. Yes, exactly, exactly. We illustrated with a Pomeranian head. So if you guys can just Google Pomeranian face, you will now understand how the circle works. But ignore the face and just focus on the top of the skull between the ears. Uh, if you're a Pomeranian, grab it and just give it a bunch of tisses and then do that. Demon World Phrenology class. Uh, anyways, Kubara uh, is pissed that he can't see the bugs. Botan is swatting out of the air. And uh, Kubara asks about... Uh, the follower about the followers of you know Black Angel and Krom mentions oh wait no about the person who was following them and Krom mm-hmm. mentions they must have fallen back because he can't sense them anymore and so the group then decides to follow police sirens in order because they're like oh well if an emergency is happening it's probably related to this shit which is a pretty good idea just because like there's no other leads they don't have a cell phone because while they existed none of these people would have them imagine they run towards like a bank crowd like oh man it's just a bank <laughs> I mean to be fair Krom I guess we can stop this while we're here yeah <laughs> Like fuck this shit. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's just a bank robbery. Ah, oh, it's not important. Let's go. Meanwhile, Kaido's like, I, I'm not gonna try to trick these guys into saying any letters. <laughs> it's, it's like you walk away, all of a sudden you hear gunshots. Ah, uh, it's they're, they're fine. <laughs> that was the good guys. <laughs> so, Seaman uh, and Sniper, aka Marino and Tirador, are on a skyscraper with Angel de la Noche, the Black Angel, <laughs> or the Angel of the Night. Yeah. What a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, back to the hospital, the nurse is trying to call the police, but passes out, like, from the virus, and most of the hospital is, like, knocked out. Either they're infected by the virus, or they got slashed by the doctor. I don't know. Very sad. But, Shizuru and Keigo decide to still enter the hospital, because they're following poo, and Shizuru notices oh, that... It's uh, turned oh, into a strange space. Yeah. I wrote that in Spanish, yeah. hence the hesitation. So she... Because 
she doesn't know exactly what she's sensing, but she's basically sensing the doctor's territory. And she knows something's, like, messed up because basically so many people are passed out and stuff. There's, like, no activity whatsoever. Yeah. Hey, can we refer to hospitals as the doctor's territory from now on? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. actually, that's somewhat accurate. Yeah. So nurses, nurses might protest. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, yeah, I need, I need to go to the doctor's territory. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> So the doctor then explains to Yusuke that the people hit with the virus don't have long to live, and Yusuke beats the shit out of the doctor to knock him out. Uh, but Kamiya, you know, surprise, gets up and starts running away at distorted, in distorted harsh angles in a long shot to a fisheye lens shot. And then the U.S. version says, no time to sleep, I'm working a double shift. Wow. Because in the U.S. version, he keeps on making the worst puns. He's a dad. Yeah. A dad also, of darkness. Was it, do you also look at you and be like, chill out, and it's like shot with ice? It's not as bad as that, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah. So Yusuke loses him in a dark hallway, and Kamiya all of a sudden is above him and tries to Spider-Man cut. shit. Yes. <laughs> Kamiya McGuire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kamiya McGuire. That was good. Tries, I that one. <laughs> tries to cut Yusuke in half, Um and there's, like, crazy animation, super impressionistic, like, freehand, close-range fighting, where the limbs go all crazy and everything. People and get noodly as fuck. Yes, noodly is a good way to describe it's like it. It's a Betty Spaghetti <laughs> fight. <laughs> Wait, what? A Betty Spaghetti fight. What's Betty Spaghetti? What is Betty Spaghetti? <laughs> uh, it's a toy, <laughs> if you want to look it up quickly. Wait, are these, like, noodly arm people who are outside of... Car dealerships? No, it's like a it's a girl franchise with like oh, with girl the, with, with the hair with the hair. It's oh, like okay, I know middles. what you're talking about. Yeah, round heads. Look it up. It's very nineties. Speaking of round heads, go watch cone heads. That's also that's you know that's not round. And in fact, I think we just got done telling Megan about how cones are not round. Well, no, they are round. Rounded heads. They're round. Their heads are rounded at the top. They're round in two dimensions. While well, I was describing a sphere, which is round in three dimensions. <laughs> Myth, 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 myth. Um, <laughs> basically, Yusuke grabs Kamiya by the jacket and hits him hard as hell, enough to make him cough up blood, and Yusuke's like, damn, this guy is not a normal human. Obviously not, because he, he's like a psychic, so he can... can <laughs> well, but well, to this duh. point, to this point... This dude has too many powers. To this point, he showed, like, I have razor hands yes. and have bugs that have a virus unrelatedly. And now he's like, also, I can change my own body chemistry. I'm making up powers as I go. They don't he's, have... he's a fourth grader on the playground <laughs> playing pretend. He was very OP. He basically was like, I think all of our powers came from what we did as, like, regular humans or whatever at one point. I keep bees but... in my house. <laughs> yeah. Like, at the same time... Do all the other characters have, like, a bunch of random powers that keep manifesting? Uh, no. Only, JoJo. only he has too many powers. Everyone else has, like, pretty specific mm-hmm. to what they do right. powers. Okay. Yeah, so, like, yeah, he literally can't feel pain. Body chemistry makes him regenerate. All this shit. So Yusuke's like, okay. And he shoots a spirit gun, point blank, cutting off Kamiya's arm. And it makes the other crew who are, like running to the hospital see like oh dang Yusuke went off and um they start definitely heading to the hospital now you know I'm just disappointed Yusuke didn't wasn't like hey it looks like you need a hand oh yeah that's a good one Tugboat McGuire up in here can that be the seaman's name Yes. <laughs> Need a hand or Tugboat McGuire? It's basically this crew's all different versions of Toby McGuire. <laughs> the seven. 
<laughs> oh my god. Venom hey, could, version. Could a listener yeah. please edit this? I want to see all seven psychics as Tobey Maguire. Like him as Venom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the head guy though? Is that going to be um, the new Spider-Man? What's his name? No, no, it's just Tobey Maguire. It's all just oh, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, gotcha. Spider-Man. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Yusuke says that he now doesn't consider Kamiya human, so he'll fight him for reals, reals. For realsies? For realsies. Oh, nice. Not for play play. Yeah. So Kamiya's like, okay, and he reattaches his fucking arm. And then says, uh, I don't think he said this in English, but he said this in Japanese and Spanish and said, my power is doctor. No, you know, my power, you know, in Japanese or Spanish, and he's like, doctor. (laughs) No, no, he was like, he's like, I can, I can reattach and suture on the spot, is what he said in the Japanese version. Oh, yeah, I think oh. he said something in English, too, like that. But I think the Spanish version is the best. Mi poder es doctor. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a doctor. <laughs> that would have been a good way to fucking do it, too. So, what are you guys' thoughts? I like this episode a lot. Yeah, yes, I agree. Same, I really liked it. It's intense. So I normally get sense. I normally get angry at Patrick for JoJo references, but this is the most JoJo episode of this show. To you this know point, what's funny. Oh. this is the fucking most JoJo. Like, if you all like this episode, you should watch JoJo. You know what? Okay. I'm just gonna name this one. You use Bizarre Adventure. This episode. <laughs> Don't watch the first season. I think this is. There's a one point where it kind of gets weirdly meta in a way, mm-hmm. where. Um, What's his name? Koenma and George are watching it on a screen. I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode. They're watching it on the screen, and like, Koenma's like, he's overpowered, but you gotta love a good villain. And I was uh, like, yeah, <laughs> me. In the American version, yeah. Of it. I, I forgot like, what he said in, in like the Japanese version. I was like, oh, yeah. well, they're recognizing that there's a bunch of random powers that are just gonna pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel like, actually, with the Spanish line, like, my power is doctor, like, maybe that's the justification we, like, let's just give this guy, like, a million things that he can do. Because he went to medical school. <laughs> yeah, so he went to, yeah, he went to medical school. Uh, my power Japan. is JD MBA. I'm a businessman, <laughs> a fucking lawyer. <laughs> My power. MD. I can argue MD. anything and you have to be wrong. See, the way you use he went off the rails because he doesn't have a Turk to keep him straight. Yes. I, at first I thought you were referring to Final Fantasy VII Turks and then I realized you meant fucking scrubs. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't have a brown bear. He doesn't have a Dr. Cox. you like, Dr. Cox. <laughs> Please love me. <laughs> to be fair, that was what Seaman was training to become later, Dr. Uh, Cox. Yeah. <laughs> but he failed medical school and then went to the Navy. Yes. Hey, listen, he's no Superman. Oh. Uh, or a Navy themed stripped club. Episode 74 <laughs> Sleep Doctor Sleep, aka Bring Down the Territory. A double exclamation point because it's really serious now. You know, actually, the next book in the. the, the you know, The Shining, they have a book after it called Doctor Sleep. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. I didn't know there was a sequel, a canonical sequel. Yeah, it was. It was the kid, years later, he becomes a doctor, and it's like, more of that stuff. But while, read the book. They're actually working on a movie for it, too, so. Cool. It's cool. sweet. I'll Wikipedia that. So in this episode, the doctor, a super strong human with immense psychic powers, has infected the entire hospital with a deadly virus. In order to save his friends, Yusuke may have no choice but to destroy the wretched creature. <laughs> Dang. Well, I like how they went with, like, Creature, because that's how I feel right now. Damn. He does really feel like kind of like a horror 
character, mm-hmm. kind of like Mia, like a creature feature of the month. <laughs> I, I do like that they're kind of showing that, like, Kamiya's lost his humanity, and it's kind of by virtue of his membership into this club. Yeah. And, like, you'll find out more. I wonder how you join the membership. Is that... Do you have to you'll fight find the out. man? No, you'll find out. Like, it, it has more to do with a video series that you... You have to you have to go through a video series to, video to series. get there. It's do a you circle have to, jerk. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. Not <laughs> of sorts. <laughs> is it like, is it like, a, is it like a ML, MLM sort of thing? Yeah. Multi-level marketing. <laughs> yeah, okay, legit, I was talking about... The, the reason I was looking at the ring connection wasn't only like the, the VHS being important, but I was honestly thinking about how this group... If portrayed now with like shit that has happened since Yuhak Show, would straight about be about the virality of like the viral marketing of a terrorist sect trying to take down society in a way similar to recent mass shooters? And I was like, holy fuck, this would like make way more sense today than it did at the time. You know, now you bring up it, kind of it kind of sounds more like ISIS, where they have that sort of thing, where they have all oh, the beheading shows. videos. Yeah, yeah. No, you'll hey, watch more of the season. I was well, thought you were going to say videos? watch more of the beheading videos. <laughs> do, do not watch those beheading videos. <laughs> no. Watch more. Watch no, straight up. Anyway. The Century 7 are a terrorist sect. You will find out more. I was going to say, do they have you Hawk Show references in those videos? Okay. Damn. So it's just, uh, do you guys have you ever watched Smallville? Joey just came up with this point. <laughs> I'm like crying. Anyway, sorry, what? Have Smallville? you guys ever watched Smallville? I've not watched Smallville. I guess there's a character. Oh, no. With, for an, a, a, oh, God. There's an actress named Allison Mack who was a terrorist. Oh, Alex Mack. Yeah, oh, the, the sex cult. cult. It started oh, off as a multi-level God. marketing scheme. And Wait, then... were they marketing sex? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was like just a really like he's like this fucking crazy ass dude. It was supposed to be like Obviously. a leadership women's women's empowerment. empowerment. Wow, in, like in a multi-level marketing. Wow, sector. but this dude basically and like he brand them like physically brand. Jesus them. Christ! Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, he's in jail now. And uh, the actress is the one who actually was the one who initiated the branding because yeah. her initials in that brand. In the little stamp. Oh, her initials too. Damn. Yeah. I know it's K and M, but oh, if you turn it upside down or whatever, it's M her. is for her last name, I think. Oh, Holy man. shit! Wow, this episode got a lot darker than I so, thought. So well, we can discuss. This it's later. called a, ne- yeah. it's a bunch of letters. If you look up Alice and Mac or Alice and Mac or something like that, you'll find Alice. it. The Secret World of Alex Mac. Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we just turn into Capri Sun? This has totally become one of those, like, you know, the Making a Murder uh, podcasts. Oh, oh no. It totally has become <laughs> those one of those. are problematic in their own way. Like, <laughs> Okay, so let's get back. So, uh, Kamiya's, like, basically Yusuke and Kamiya are fighting, and then Kamiya's hand shoots towards the camera, and that's the transition to the next shot. Uh, Shizuru fights off insects with her jacket, and then they go into an elevator to find an infected human who they kick out of the elevator, <laughs> and then it goes into a black and white shot of them in the elevator, and there's an insect on Keiko's neck, and she gets stung. You know, I think this is a, a, a good a good uh, euphemism for the American healthcare system. Yeah, get on my elevator <laughs> for me to die. Yeah. So the there's like the doctor points out people's powers are related to their likes and like what they do in their life, and doctor points out that he his are the opposite of his day job talents, where he's like apparently a gifted surgeon, like one of the best in Japan. What's his nighttime job? He's a bartender. <laughs> no, he's. I don't know. He's Dr. Love. Uh, so yeah, Yusuke calls out the psychics by name, which freaks Kamiya out, because he's like, wait, how do you know everyone's names? And, uh, you know, he then attacks him, and Yusuke dodges all of Kamiya's attacks, gets under Kamiya, and then breaks his fucking neck with a punch that, like, spins his entire body. Damn. Uh, what's weird is they show an x-ray shot, but they don't show the neck break, but then they play a neck break sound effect, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Implied neck breaking. 
My neck, okay. my back. No, that be okay. Let me make an, okay. If we're going, if we're going dirty, let me make an analogy. Right that would dirty. be no. That would be if like there was a fucking hentai shot where it's supposed to be like, oh God. like internal, and they say <laughs> and then nothing happens, and he's like, <laughs> and that's what happened with his neck break. Wow, Joe. Oh, Jesus. I guess we want this. I like it's right? like the. When it x-rays over. Like. Yeah. yeah, it's straight up shows the x-ray. It's like, I broke his neck. No break. It's just anatomy. Did it's Joe want to switch places right like now? That's something places. I would have said. Oh, anyway. I would have claimed that, Pat. Like, I wouldn't. Okay, so anyways, the in, the, in the Latin American version, Camille said, like, he might have said this in Japanese, but I remember it most strongly in the Latin American version. He says, that's incredibly painful when you're conscious for it, implying that, like, he's feeling all the pain that you wouldn't feel while knocked out. And then the doctor basically says he doesn't want to go to jail and then asks Yusuke, like, are you able to kill me? Like, can you kill me? Yeah. And Yusuke is like, like, yeah. Well, well, he seems like, he seems like he's pretty set on, like, stopping him, but will he, is he able to kill him? Uh, This next action indicates to me that if he had hit Kamiya, it would kill him. Because Yusuke punches a wall so hard that it indents and, like, blows through the wall. Which, if you hit a human being, even one with powers, if they weren't fucking, like, spirit powers, they would get fucking cavitated. Yeah. So he's trying to younger Chigoro, that guy? Yeah, actually. Bit. Yeah. So just dissipate him until... <laughs> and then leave him with right. a head in, head in that horn, and then somebody picks him up and makes him join his evil organization. <laughs> I mean, the organization he's already in. Yeah. He becomes... A, he, he joins the fish tank. <laughs> uh, on the next episode of Shark Tank. Yeah. It's, it's like, I got you a friend, Joker Tsuguro. So, cut to Genkai using psychic waves to, like, shoot a bunch of bugs at the same time. And Genkai is about to attack someone coming out of the elevator till she realizes it's the girls, pushes them in, and then shoots, like, a ray out. Uh, to like, you know, seal the exit basically, like to, to prevent more things from getting in, and it switches to Kuwabara about to enter the hospital, till Kurama mentions that the hospital is way too quiet even for a hospital. Yeah, Kaito points out that people should be like freaking out because of the spirit gun, and like, um, Kurama chokeless Kaito? I don't remember that. No, Kuwabara chokeless Kuwabara. Kaito. Oh. Sorry, that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get, number two. <laughs> Oh, I can picture, like, uh, Yoko Kurama doing that. Yeah, but man, oh, Yusuke's yeah. gang is really bad to new initiatives. Uh, new initiatives, it turns out. Reminds yeah. me of, uh, reminds me of the, um, Evangelion where Shinji's choking Yes. Oh, Wolf that beer, Moroda. <laughs> Wolf that beer, Moroda. Oh my god. So, basically, Kurama is, like, go, decides to go into the hospital himself since Kulbara can't sense anything right now and tells him to stay. Um, Karama then uses Rosewood to go all the way to the roof, realizing that it is going to be probably less dangerous to enter the hospital that way. He, and, like, he did a Spider-Man on the roof, right? Yeah, yes. basically. And he like, posed like, I'm the emissary, emissary from hell. So <laughs> if um, the doctor is Tobey Maguire, then Karama's definitely Tom Holland. Let's be Tom real. Holland. No. Or Andrew Garfield, actually, because I would say that's He's more... Tom Holland who, when exposed to the fruit of the past life, turns into Andrew Garfield. Oh, I like that. Unfortunately, halfway through, he start, he's like, I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> oh, no. Megan just had the most disgusting look, and she's like, "What? I don't understand what's going on." <laughs> yeah, I, if I if I hadn't got it, I would have been like, "What's happening right now?" 
So Sniper asked whether they should help, but Sensui basically says he thinks it's a good opportunity to find something out about Yusuke. In the U.S. version, says uh, in reference to Doctor, he says, "Then let him die. The spirit detective must be enlightened one step at a time." Mm. While in Japanese, he said, "There's no need. Let's get to know the man named Yusuke Urameshi." Hmm. Both both basically saying like, "Doc, we could just let Doctor go. Let's find something out about Yusuke." <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Kamiya is like taunting Yusuke about his ability to kill kill a human, whether he can or cannot. And then um, the glass starts to break as Yusuke's, like, charging up for a real spirit gun. I guess he was, the first one wasn't a real one. With a tent to kill. I mean, like, this, this one... one th- I'm talking about, like, one that he could blow up a mountain with as opposed to, like, the one that he shot at that rock. So those are like, pew! It's more like, pew! <laughs> you know, I really it- wish you made the sound effects for Yuhaga show. Pew! <laughs> it's the difference between the English and Latin American version of Pooh's voice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that must have been hilarious Ooh. when he showed up at the house. It was like, poo, poo, poo. Basically, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. So we cut to a break, and then come, returning from the break, we go back to Genkai, who exits the elevator and takes out a hundred bugs while Shizuru, Pooh, and Keiko just, you know, chill out in there. Keiko's still... Looking a little green under the weather. <laughs> and um, it goes back to Yusuke, and he has his spear gun. It's all charged up at um, the doctor, who still is giving him shit, saying, like, can you really kill a human? Are you really going to do it? And Yusuke's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And Kumi's like, oh, shit, he's going to do it. And in a turn of... Events that are good for some and bad for others. A nurse fall um, runs out of her room, and Kamiya takes her hostage, basically holding her, basically putting her chokehold and putting his like razor hands up to your neck, saying like, "If you take one step closer, I'll kill her. I'll cut off her head." I'll <laughs> do it, Yusuke. I'll fucking do yeah, it. I'll fucking do it. I bet you would. <laughs> Like, you can't he, do it, the, but I'm gonna do it. And then so he you better not do it. Yeah. It's my favorite part of Mass Effect. <laughs> Seriously, that's, that's, I have the worst luck. So, you can take the Paragon or the Renegade route to get out of this situation. <laughs> so, uh, like, Ayame tells Koenma about the current state of the tunnel and asks, like, who the fuck would want to do this? The US version uh, mentions that this psychic must be powerful if they don't need, and they don't need to sleep because they're doing this 24 7. While in the Latin American version, Quenma is unsure but seems to know something about who could be doing this. Oh, there's any little mystery in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I mean, does he have to be awake to do it? He could be asleep. Uh, this guy's awake. Oh, that's well, all I mean, I'm gonna say. Itsuki doesn't need to sleep. They, um. Could he be like called? at a rave or something, like while it's happening? <laughs> They're on Coke. Uh, but like. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole bunch of Molly. <laughs> the whole thing is implied that, like, the psychic powers don't happen when they sleep. Like. Yeah. I don't know if it's just, like, actual, unco- like, coma unconscious, but it's No, I like think if you're like... even asleep, your powers aren't on. Yeah. So, uh, this then goes to a kick-ass action shot of Shizuru protecting Keiko. Like, she's doing some, like, cool, like, jacket work. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I was, like, trying to think, like, how do I say knife work but jacket? Jacket, jacket work. Jacket, jacket work. work. W-O- W-U-R-K. <laughs> so... Yusuke asks Kamiya if he really knows what the group is doing. This is basically like asking someone in a terrorist group, are you sure you're down with terrorism? <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm totally down. He's like, you realize if the world ends, you're going to die too. And Kamiya's like, yeah. 
What about it? <laughs> I think I think in English he even says suicide is exactly what we want. Yeah. yeah it but, wouldn't bother me if we were killed by demons. Yeah. yeah. It basically, he was saying I I don't I'd rather die from demons than either illness or just growing old or something like that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of deep, and I kind of like that reference. That sort of. Yeah, that. like you don't agree with it, but you're like, I see where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. This. It's it's it's, it's a very younger Toguro thing to say. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, so the nurse snaps to her senses and throws a strong acid at the doctor's face, who then like cuts her and later reveals, oh fuck, it's Yanagesawa. My favorite thing is it's like him and the nurse dressed. He has hairy legs and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still in the nurse's outfit, but like this is like the best uh, instance of cross dressing in the show. <laughs> Uh, Genkai blocks Kamiya's escape, and then Yusuke announces he's going to kill him. Kamiya offers an antidote, and but Yusuke starts to approach and ask if he's really serious. In the U.S. version, he seems less convinced and says, prove it to me, rather than I believe it, which is kind of what he says in the believe other versions. It. Believe, believe it. Believe it. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually learned that was not in the Japanese dub. It was like some other where there's untranslatable, and that's yeah. all I could do. Oh, interesting. It's like that. Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about Yu Hakusho, yeah, I thought you were talking about Yu Hakusho, I'm like, I don't know what untranslatable phrase it was, but yeah. I'm wondering if in the Spanish dub of Naruto, they just changed it into like, orale, like, just like, that'd be great if they just translate to that, it's like, hey, that phrase that's untranslatable from Spanish, let's do that phrase. orale, like, really untranslatable? It's not untranslatable in its literal sense. It's just that it means 20 different things. Uh, so you can say it in like any context, sort of like Databayo. And uh, that's why I just like, well, shit. Okay. Uh, but uh, Moroda shows up and declares that the cure is a fake. And Kamiya uh, like basically rips through the frame that is the black and white render of Yusuke's face. Like this is one frame where... Kamiya sticks his hand out and pulls the screen. But yeah, and like, yeah, it's really weird. It sucks inwards. It's like really weird. I was like, what is happening? This is the most fourth wall breaking shit. But and then he throws the vials on the ground. He's like, fuck, how'd they know? Yeah, it turns out it's just glucose. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually interesting in that sense because I think it even happened a little before where the doctor. I think he was saying it loud. He was saying out loud, like, like these fakers, like these liars are saying lies or something like that. Like, real terrorist shit. Yeah, yeah, like well, cult or terrorist or both or psychosis. Does anyone know when the Om Shinrikyo attacks were? Because I wonder if that was before this. Because that'd be interesting. That's the one where they popped the the thing in the uh, the the poison. The poison in the subway. Yeah, that was ninety five. I think. Oh, it was before. No, it was it was it was after this aired. Yeah. Okay. Because remember, it was oh, she said Eva. Remember? No, not only actually, it was at the exact end of it was at the end of Yuhak Show. The reason I know that is because the reason they never animated the ending of Yuhak show's manga is because it was reminiscent of Om Shinrikyo, uh, which is why they only made that OVA this past year. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, recently actually executed the guy that actually did that, so... Shit. Good job, Japan. <laughs> so Yusuke beats the shit out of Kamiya, while Kamiya, like, in his thoughts, is, like, delighting at wasting Yusuke's time. And then Yusuke finishes with a spirit energy-filled punch that lands Kamiya outside the building, and then, like, Kamiya, like, basically convulses and dies... Does he die? Yeah, he yeah, dies. He, 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 he like punched him through the glass thing. 
It was he's, insane. He's dead, dead. Well, well he, he punched him through the glass, and the dude's a human. And not, he, like, rolled, not, like, well, like crazy. They, he cut off his arm, and then, wait, what happened to his powers? Whatever. So, if he gets, like, knocked... Like, so basically, Kamiya can come back from anything as long as he doesn't get past the point of being dead. No. If he, like, crosses that, then he's no... Like, he's someone who can, like, regenerate incredibly fast, but if you just absolutely hit him past the point, he will die. Uh, like, if you... Br- like, he looks like he broke his neck when he was doing that, so it's like... He did a lot of things. So, yeah, no, it's like... He punched the window and did that, so yeah, he's dead, dead. So, Yusuke fucking killed him. That's a lot of weight to have as a 14-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he, like, kill, kill like, two other guys before that? No, he's only... This is the first human he's ever killed. Is, he's killed demons. Yeah. Right. Which is considered super different in the show until later in this season. I'm mm-hmm. like, but, like, demons are sentient creatures and not all of like, them. what's are... the difference? So, two things. Uh, in, like... Anime at that time, once you were part of an evil species, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, your life is forfeit, it doesn't matter, and it's not the same thing. In Yu Hakusho, it is spirit world policy that they have a thing that is straight up fascist, that demons are not considered of the same worth of any other race. This is a little deeper, like, now I feel bad for the demons. Yeah, wait till you get further in this saga specifically. I'm surprised just now, after all of them got slaughtered in that that gym, it's like, oh no, now I feel it's bad. So, like, for now, in terms of the series, everyone thinks Demons are trash, except the ones that side with us. And humans are kind of trash, but I feel bad for killing one. Wait, That's but, the context right now. Is Botan not a demon? She's no. a she's like Shinigami. A, she's a Shinigami, which in this world is kind of like a more human-like apparition. Does she like apples, though? So she's like the white people of demons. The white people of demons? <laughs> Wait, was that a, was that a reference to a fucking... Was that a Childish Gambino reference? <laughs> Oh, that's the white girl of, of demon girls. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, anyway. You Donald Glover's new album dropping September 15th. So everyone in the hospital wakes up confused because Kamiya's dead. Uh, Yusuke contemplates that he killed a human, and then Genkai appears and punches him in the heart, yeah, reviving him. I don't think that fixes a broken neck, but okay, let's roll with it. Well, to be fair, her spirit wave can like heal like crazy breakage, so probably if she just applied the spirit wave, which I think is the implication, like it's like, well, okay, I guess we're good. Spirit Out wave applied directly she just to the body. It. Yeah, she just a punched a dude in the heart, yeah. a dead dude. They, so they run from the crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like it's nice because like the way that she describes like why he she brought um, Kamiya back to life is like we don't have time um, for Yusuke to like worry about killing someone and he, she's like you know you did the right thing you Back saved a bunch of lives you did what you had to do hashtag true neutrals for life. <laughs> And she's like, you know what? True neutral thing will just bring him back anyway, so that way you don't feel guilty so about it. So we know uh, Yusuke and Genkai's uh, answer to the train dilemma. Yes. <laughs> what about the rest? Blow up the train. Uh, so they, they run from the crime scene and Kamiya explains, like, basically in an interrogation, Kamiya, who's bandaged up and looking fucking crazy, explains to cops that, like, him and his crew want to kill the entire human race because humans are an abomination. Wait, so Kamiya's alive? Yeah, yeah. Kamiya's, well, yeah, after Genkai revived him. She's oh, like, oh, Genkai. Yeah, I don't and know so why. Okay. now he's just all fucked up, and his face is all fucked up, yeah. and he's being interrogated by cops. Fucked up Does face with a fucked up body with a fucked up... He still has powers, we'll, we'll just say that. Okay. But um, I wanted to bring this up. I think Megan's the only one I can talk to about this, but this I honestly think this scene is interesting if you compare it to Gon's first kill in Hunter. Like, the first human-like thing that he kills, the armadillo. Oh, yeah. Like, we're basically, that's the first moment where you're like, oh, God, I might not actually be a good guy. 
He also is a child, like even more so than. But like in the terrifying, like yeah. you know the, ch- the 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 idea of the cruelty of children. Mm-hmm. Like so, Gon is supposed to be directly contrasted with uh, Son Goku. Well, oh. no, with oh. Goku, oh. Uh, like young Goku, and like it's kind of the idea of like. Gon is super close to nature, but then when he finally murders, like, a sentient being, he feels no remorse for it. Mm. Yeah, you know, we should t- have a podcast about the problem that problematic nature of Kid Goku. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, we are, we will have that. Hunter Hunter is, in summary, the problematic nature of Kid Goku. <laughs> gotcha. Do you want to move on to Hunter? Because I'd be super down. No, I, I, thought, I thought we'd kind of informally said the plan is after this to move on to Hunter. Yeah. So down. I'm down. But actually, yeah, what do you guys? Yeah, actually, I might, we might have a new castmate because my roommate would love to watch it. So might, maybe we might have a new castmate. That'd be awesome. That's, That's so sweet. many people. Yeah. <laughs> you get a really good Mass Effect child, them. he loves Mass Effect. Well, so okay. What do you guys think of the episode? I loved. I love this episode. I thought it was really Same. cool. I love the moral dilemma that Yusuke had to go through. I loved all the visuals of the show. Yeah. Um, this episode especially because I just noticed like, oh wow, everyone's green and everything else is like purple and blue. It's like a lot of cool, a lot of cool tones going on. So when they actually have the toxins, like sudden like flashes of red show up, it just stands out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The animation is super good in this episode. I think in the, like that animation section, like, episode we talked about. This is, like, that one director, I forgot his name, unfortunately, yeah. going ham with, like, what his his style style and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad Yusuke killed him, even though he got revived in the end. Because I think I was like, god damn it, this guy needs to go. So, I think, because, like, there's a lot of animes and shows in general, like, Daredevil and Batman, and, like, I'm just thinking of Western shows, but there's animes, too, where the main hero gets conflicted about like, his morals and everything, and sometimes it's to the point where it harms more people, and I'm glad Yusuke would, even if he decided to let the doctor live, he made a decision and stuck with it. Yeah. 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 I think, like, that's because oftentimes in Western things, people are looking at the decision moralistically, while in, like, anime, we're often looking at ethically. Yeah. Like, so the idea of, like, hey, what are the, what are the, like, multivariate, like, principles that are fighting each other here, as opposed to, like, what is good? What is evil? Yeah. What are the actual implications yeah. of this act? That and I so I think Yusuke was looking at it in a utilitarian way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, that speaks a lot to, like, Western culture and Asian yeah. culture in general, where Western culture is, like, at least from, I don't know, but, like, Western culture is basically, like, you're good or you're bad. Like, you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. Like, there's, like, it's, like, two split, very, like, um... It's like it's either good or it's evil. There's like no middle ground, yeah, or a very thin middle ground right here. Um, But we're in Asian culture, Japan, or specifically Japan. Like, Mm -hmm. good and evil isn't. We've talked about this. It's not exactly like black and white. It's like it's a little wavy. Like, and and also like that human life is still valued. So it is serious. It is a serious consideration he had to have, but that it has to be weighed against its implications for what would happen to other people. On a lighter note, though, what I didn't like about this episode, or this arc, actually, is, like, them kind of throw... I don't know if this this makes a comeback later, but them throwing Keiko and, um... um what's her name? Oh, my God. Shizuru. Shizuru in it. She's Shizuru. Shizuru in it. Uh, it almost felt like they're just throwing in Damsel's Address Distress to, like, pad the runtime, because they didn't actually do anything. No, literally, Keiko just got bit by the bug, yeah. and she just... 
what I think wasn't I mean, Shizuru just hit the Shizuru got like a pretty cool fucking moment to yeah, shine, but it true. came at the expense of like, yeah, we have this like kind of useless like damn plot. They don't have to be saved by other people. Yeah. In fact, they're saved by another woman, so I think you have to just pass better. the Bechdel test. Yeah. But, like, yeah. but they're all in search for their brother or boyfriend. Yeah. So that was literally or right. raising your like fucking surrogate grandson. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm glad they're in it, but at the same time, like, did they have impact over the main plot? Their, like, plot was, like, a D-plot. Like, yeah, and... like, Genkai did, but the two of them did not. Right, yeah, yeah, Genkai, yeah. but Genkai's more in it, yeah. even to though she a... really does serve as, like, a, yeah. a like, pedestal have... for you. To be honest, they were yeah. more useful than Kuobara and Kurama, at least. That, that's true, but, More like... useful than Kuobara. Kurama at least got, like, the, let me do analysis of the fucking hole. Hey, Kuvara's going through puberty, okay? Spirit puberty. <laughs> Spirit puberty. actual puberty, too. He's only 14. He's only 14. <laughs> so I'm lumping that Kuvara was the real damsel in distress this episode. No. no. But he didn't get saved or anything. Marota was kind of the damsel. Yeah. Marota. Fair enough. But, like, I think with the thing with Keiko and Shizuru is literally they weren't anywhere near there and then right. who randomly shows up and brings them there yeah that was for weird no I don't, other reason I, I might be misremembering but I think that's so that in next episode they're there with everybody oh okay. yeah, it's a, it's I think a that's setup. why yeah. we're okay. long conning this okay yeah, yeah we'll describe like storylines as long cons now that's how it works Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the Yu Haka Show. Your support means all three worlds, human, demon, and spirit, to us. Please hit us up with questions or quests or just chat with us on our Facebook at the Yu Haka Show with two O's and our Twitter at the Yu Haka Show. Which we now actually use and pay attention to, so please feel free to hit us up there. Send us your dankest Twitter memes. Yes. Can we use Twitter? Oh, I should start my Instagram. Oops. Yeah, I, I told you guys. I put on the thing. I actually found out a way to log in for multi-people. So. Yeah, so now both of us are on it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we, maybe we get everybody on there so we can have all these weird stuff being shared out. I've mm-hmm. honestly never used Twitter before. It's a it's a cesspool in certain ways. Uh, Twitter's scary, but everyone uses it. There's a bunch of egg boys telling you about how you're wrong for being a woman. It's, it's, wait, or calling you a soy boy beta cuck. It's really good. Oh, you know, speaking oh. of that, I was... Speaking just, of egg boys, oh I, I just checked What's my... It's people who don't have a profile picture, so they show an egg as the default picture. Oh, okay. Like, like a hatching bird. It's, it's usually wow. the, the MRA sort of... Yeah. But anyways, it's kind of funny because I was sitting here with Joe, sitting looked at my phone, I had a message, and it was a tweet... That for somebody that notified said 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 it's okay to hate white people. I was like, okay. I don't even. I think it said something even stronger than that. I think it said let's all hate white people, but yeah. it was, it was claps between every word. I was like, let's all hate white people. I was, was like, an article that like there was no article. It was, <laughs> just, it was just a tweet. It was like, what the fuck? I don't know why that was notified on my phone, but I was like, you know what? Okay, whatever. Well, like, he's I'm a fan of clapping, so I'm just gonna oh, put my phone away and pretend I didn't see that message. Yeah. Oh, is that probably like a sarcastic white dude being like, I don't know. I feel Hated against. Uh, Twitter, it could be no. both. Twitter goes both ways. Yeah. Twitter is bi ideological. Yes. Bi ideological. Okay. I'm attracted to my ideology and others. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> so tune in for the next episode where we watch the gang race against the opening of the demon tunnel while Kulbara faces oh against God. the Seaman. Seaman Moreno, you know. All the names. Kulbar <laughs> gets covered in Seaman. Yeah, yes. I read that. I heard you say something different than what I read because yeah. I was reading it. I heard Gang Ray. Oh, oh, oh Gang no. Race! It's Race! 
No, they were they racing against time. Should I just do it again? No, you're good. We're good. Welcome to the most explicit episode of the Yu Yu Hakusho Show. To be fair, let's call back to Joe being. No, like I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I am the fault. I'm at fault here. I did not. I did not. I did not hit her. I did not. It's a sticky situation for sure, guys. Oh, God. Oh, well, I actually, can't wait for the semen episode. Oh, right. Oh. Oh. I'm referring to him as Marino on principle. Just hey, so Joe, y'all. remember when, it's, when you said that they all got their powers by doing something they enjoyed? Come to Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Please don't stop listening due to this episode. Bye. I feel like we said much Bye.
wait for Yana to finish eating, and then yeah, because otherwise she's gonna make a noise. Eat your food also, let me faster. turn off. Let me turn off the cooler. She's like, yeah, I'll stop eating. I'm sorry. It's right. You better. Stop. So interesting how she just gathers a bunch in her mouth and then drops on the floor to eat more. That's how dogs are. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Yana. I didn't mean to do that. Can I just steal your dog, Joe? It's not my dog. Oh, well. It's can steal Cappy's dog. I'll steal dog. somebody's dog. <laughs> I'll just steal a dog if y'all are down. Yeah, I want a dog. Dog is cute. I want to pet it. There's a small right. dog uh, rescue center. Small That's where I got my dog. Oof. Mm-hmm. I need to stop by there after I get my own place. Okay. Maybe that or a cat. I'm still debating. Yeah. So are we re- already recording? Mm, yep. Okay. Oh, we are. Okay, so yeah, I'll just get. Okay, everyone, be quiet for like ten seconds. Just. We're up in the ante. Ten seconds.